Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everyone. It is Pierce, host of the PJ's Cast. And if you enjoy listening to the PJ's Cast as much as we do recording it, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends no matter what platform you may be on. We love discussing the Chicago Blackhawks and, of course, the game of hockey. But we want to reach this out to a wider audience. And doing all those things really help us out. So once again, if you enjoy the PJ's Cast, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends. And I hope you guys enjoyed the upcoming podcast episode. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host Pierce, alongside my good pals uh, Jimmy and Dylan. Well, we're almost at the end. We only got a few more shows. We have today, we have Sunday, and then we have Tuesday with Ben Pope, and then that'll be it for the summer. We'll do shows here and there, especially if there's breaking news regarding the Blackhawks. But other than that, we're kind hopefully. of uh, we're kind of, yeah, hopefully, uh, and hopefully it's related to the off ice stuff. But anyways, um, we're I have a list pulled up from uh, sportingnews.com, and we're just going to go through all the signings that happened, go through the trades, and uh, yeah. Uh, but first, I want to start I want to start off with uh, Brandon Saad to St. Louis, because I am evil. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Jimmy, how did you feel when that news, how did, how did you feel when that news broke? I was, like, genuinely upset. <laughs> I just got home, and... I don't even know, man. Like that, that genuinely bothered me. Like I, it sucks that he's not a Blackhawk. Like you know, whatever. Like your favorite player leaves all the time. It happens. But fucking St. Louis, man. And I was talking to, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Blackhawks don't have Brandon Sod anymore. Not like St. Louis. They do have. They've got him for five years at four point five AAV. That's a pretty nice deal there. It actually is a real pretty nice so, It's deal, such a good... He got him! He signed for six mil six years ago, and now he just took a pay cut. That's what we should have signed him originally for back in 2015. Four, four by four. He was he was worth four by four. He was worth four by four back then. It was a contract you signed where you you play into that value. You 
gain that value as you as you play. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that, that really bothered me. Anybody calling him a traitor though can suck my dick. Like it's business. Who cares? Honestly, if he signed there to say fuck Secure you to Stan Bowman, bag. no, if he if he signed there to say fuck you to Stan Bowman, like if that was good, then good because like the dude, the dude traded you in the worst way twice. And granted, the first time was more Sod's agent's fault, but still, he cast you aside twice. And when he traded back for you, he traded one of the best players out there, and everybody was against you because of it. So if I'm Brandon Sod, yeah, I fucking hate Stan Bowman. Good. Who cares? I mean, him and I are so different, I guess. Yeah, um, not so different from a lot of us. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're fucking all we're all Brandon Sod fans here. Love it. Next. Oh, Dylan Sakura is a Colorado Avalanche. Yep, he's oh gonna get that twenty-eight goals and forty assists for sixty points. I don't know. That's gonna be on their top. Uh, he's gonna be on their top power play doing it. I can't wait. Uh, next signing, David Camp to Toronto. I just, I just want to hear Jimmy's thoughts on everything. Fuck you, <laughs> man. You're mean. Um, no, I'm um, like actually genuinely curious. Oh no, 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 no. I'm just playing <laughs> along, man. No, I, I actually really like this one too. Uh, I talked about it a bit. Um, I believe in the live stream I talked about it, or I believe that's what it was. But either way. Um, no, I, I like this too. I think that, um, uh, I think the best way to start off my point here is to say that Joe Thornton was playing fourth line minutes in Toronto, but and that's not, Austin, and that's man. not an insult to him because he should be playing better minutes. Quite honestly, he's not. He's kind of like fourth line good. Like he's not very good at all, and he wasn't anything in the playoffs. But you can't have players like that on your fourth line, especially in the playoffs. You need to have guys like David Kampf, Ryan Carpenter. You need to have your Marcus Kruger on your team, even if they're, you know, rarely is a player going to be that good defensively. But you need a player of that style. You need somebody who you can put out there in the final minutes to shut down stars. You need somebody who can take matchups away from your top line center. Is Joe Thornton really taking away, like, matchups from Austin Matthews? Maybe that was a big reason why Matthews and Martins are struggling so much because they don't they didn't have anybody to take away the focus. They had nobody. And even in your second best weapon, John Tavares, was completely gone. And God, they were playing I'm pretty sure they were playing Joe Thornton as that fourth line center for most of the series. It's it's amazing. I don't know how they even like I don't even know how that was an idea that got passed. Um, Sheldon Keefe's brain. I, I can't believe it. So it's nice to see them actually realize what a defensive forward is. Because also they played Riley Nash for like one game and then just it fucking stopped. I still don't understand that. No, me either. So I'm really glad they did that. And I know it's like it. It's so funny to me because like everyone's looking at like least fans just pull up his J Fresh card and I get it. That's like the first thing to do. I get it. Like that's I do that too. Hold just get an idea of what this player is. Pull up. His analytics may be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I get it, but David Kemp is not somebody who's uh like those those analytics don't don't tell the story with him. Like that's not even he's not even an offensive minded player. Like he's he's a defensive minded player that uh would work in the right system. Like again, like I said, look at Matthias Janmark, one of the best defensive wingers in the entire NHL uh, in 2020, and then he goes to the Hawks, and it's his analytics are through the floor because of course they would be like he's on the Blackhawks. So David camp is a great signing for Toronto specifically. 
He's a good he's a good signing for any team, but he's a great signing for Toronto. And I really like where it's gonna take him. What you're hoping of David Camp in Toronto is is you want to put him against tough competition to help free up uh, Matthews and Tavares. Exactly. And out of Camp, you're not gonna get a whole ton of offense. You might get like close to ten goals, like you know maybe seven or eight goals. You're not gonna get a whole ton, a bunch. But what you're Toronto, he'll score more than he did here. Yeah. Yeah. But you're hoping if you do put him with someone like Mikheyev and I don't know who else, oh, but. Yeah. If you just put a, a a whole defensive line, maybe they don't score a ton of goals. But what you're hoping is that you can at least put Tom competition to a draw, and then let Matthews line and Tavares line have the easier competition and just feast on them. That's kind of what they're going for here. Yeah, David Camp is dog water offensively, but like, dude, he's gonna shut down the other team. Like, he's gonna shut down the other team's opposition. That's what you need him to do. So be at the least if you use him the right way. <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> that's literally what you need your fourth line to be it's just dog water like just have a bunch of guys that dog it but they're dog water and that's fine all right um yeah just going through the list uh apparently Tuka Rask is number one I don't know how they did these rankings but uh yeah so the second one is Blake Coleman to Calgary six years 29.4 million dollars over those six years um I think in a vacuum, it's a good signing, like low salary cap. I think it's four point nine per. Yeah. But I, what is Calgary doing? I don't understand. What doing. <laughs> Calgary. I thought I thought I thought Blake Coleman was going to get six times six, but that's a good deal. But what is Calgary doing? What are they trying to do here? Calgary is realizing that they can't trade their best assets, so they have to build around them. Like I feel like they've already tested oh, the market with Gaudreau and Monahan. The market's not there. Now Gaudreau's got that no-trade clause kicked in. They have to find a way to make it work this year. That's what I got. That's sad. That's really sad. That's what I got out of it. Like, I mean, you have to think they can't be worse than they were last year. I mean, their whole top six underperformed, and Jacob Markstrom wasn't the Jacob Markstrom that he was last year. You would think at least half of the top six bounces back and Markstrom. Like, if you can get at least Kachuk and Markstrom to bounce back, that's huge for the Flames. And now you have a situation where you can slot Blake Coleman at the second or third line center, puts less pressure on guys like Backlund, puts less pressure on the wingers when you have a guy like Coleman. I mean, I don't mind the signing for Calgary, especially with the way the cap it is. I guess what the what this market looked like for forwards was uh, forwards were looking for term more than they were looking for uh, they want uh, Exactly. So I don't uh, mind. Speaking of speaking of Calgary, uh, I don't think we talked about this, but uh, Nikita Zadorov. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> and we were talking about Brandon Saad earlier. Well, what is it? What did we get out of it? Uh, Artemi Panarin to a third round pick and Kelvin Devon. <clears throat> I don't care, honestly. <laughs> He's gone. He's finally gone. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Like everyone, can keep looking at the trade tree. It's almost four years old now. I really don't care. Like honestly, the only people who care are just people who aren't Blackhawks fans. I feel like. <laughs> I like it for fun. For oh wait, Rask is unsigned. Yeah, He's got hip that. surgery. He's probably oh. gonna sign. We'll we'll talk about what they did later. Yeah, don't go on to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's. That's very interesting. Um, but I thought he had one year left. Nikita Zadorov, uh, obviously didn't work out Chicago. I bet you if he wasn't traded for Brandsod, there wouldn't be this much scrutiny around him. But I really do hope he does find his game in Calgary and gets a long-term contract like he wants. But 
Glad, glad it's not on this team. I'll say that. Um, next signing was kind of surprising, but now it makes sense. Uh, Philip Grubauer to Seattle. I really thought he was going to yeah. stay in Colorado, but uh, no, he got he got his money. He got his term. Good for him. Uh, Seattle, they traded Vitek Vanacek back to Washington, which is just so funny. It's that meme, it's that meme from The Simpsons where Grandpa Simpson walks into the building and just walks right back out. That's literally what Vitek Vanacek was. Um, but no, I, I, I think this is good for Seattle. Is it maybe a bit too long? I like the money. I think it's maybe a bit too long, but you know what? It's, it's free agency. You, you're an, you're an expansion team. That, we yeah. said they can, they can have a contract exactly. here. They can, they can overpay a little bit. You know, they're allowed it. Like, like literally, literally financially, they're perfectly allowed to, because there's not going to be any bounce back for that unless they find a way to contend in like the next three years. And if you do, it's most likely because Guru Bauer exactly. is playing out of his mind at above six mil. So mm-hmm. I see it as like a win-win. There's no way you can really lose this signing. Yeah, that Drieger and uh, Guru Bauer uh, tandem <sighs> is really good, especially in that division. It's, and it's just so funny. Um, Chris Trigger finally thinks he gets like that legitimate, uh, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. That's so I think, mean. I think it'll be, it'll, I think the, the starts will be close. I think it'll be like a 45, 35 kind of thing. Oh, yeah, oh for sure. Grubauer, Grubauer yeah. what, what have we always talked about on the show? Grubauer can't handle a heavy workload anyway. Oh, no. So Trigger's, yeah, Trigger's the perfect guy to, uh, tandem with, honestly. Yeah. Especially with that defense and that kind of that defensive-minded four-core. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Uh, like you said, Shmini, they're the, they're, they're the anti-Connor McDavid in that division. That's <laughs> so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, so... They built against the guy they have to play every year. Yeah. So, taking a little detour from uh, signings, what do we think about the Darcy Kemper trade? Um, I think... In a vacuum, it's a slight overpayment, but when you're Colorado, you've won every trade, and pretty much you can afford to do that. That's my take on it. Yeah. Do you think he stays healthy the full year? No. No, I don't, I don't. think so. They have uh, no... That's what I'm worried about. Carolina... Yeah, Carolina and Colorado both have the same problem. They both picked up injury-prone goalies. Like, that's exactly what I'm worried about with him. Anderson and Red. I love... Anderson, yeah. is injury-prone for Colorado, and now you got injury-prone Kemper. That would be my I biggest don't know. concern with them. Besides that, this is a win. And then, like, Arizona just keeps racking up the draft picks. That's Yeah, that's the underrated part of this. And Connor Timmons ain't bad either. Oh, Connor Timmons is great. I and swear, Schmitty, this is too. like... Schmitty, this feels like when we talk about the Hawks and we're like, oh, they should trade this guy for a pick and that guy for some picks. And it's like they went, okay, yeah, we'll just trade all those pieces we don't need. Like, sure, we don't need to have these players. Let's just get something for them. Like, why, why aren't other teams doing this? Well, they know they're going to suck next year. That's why. They're switching divisions. They're in a tougher division. They know they don't have what it takes to even get in the playoff spot. This is the right move to do, especially when you had your draft capital taken away like they did. Like, yeah. At least they fucking recognize it. That's yeah, I was going to say, I respect that they're going all out for it. Dude, they're knocking they're it out go. of the park, and, like, the pieces they're keeping are the right pieces, I guess. Like, you can't move Keller, in my mind. You're keeping sure. Chicker. No, yeah. no. Um. Mm. I mean, you got Schmaltz and Dvorak still. Those are good players. Like, still got building mm-hmm. blocks. It's just this is going to be a you, – you are going for Shane Wright this year. It's very yeah. good. I was going to say – And that is exactly what you should be doing, honestly, if you're Arizona. Anybody 25 or under, I feel like you shouldn't be letting go of. 
Because they have some pretty good pieces. Like you said, Keller, like, I think Keller, Schmaltz, Dvorak, and Chikrin, those should be your untouchables. Like, they still got start Kessel there. there, but I think they're going to try to flip him. Yeah. Oh, please move Kessel for his sake, too. I want to see that man going on there. Kessel should go to Minnesota, finally, honestly. <gasps> oh, my true. God, please. They need to another team that can't off. score. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, if Kaprizov actually stays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, inside. that's so funny. Yeah, Chicago's uh, looking like a front runner in the Kaprizov suite. They're negative cap space. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're actually above the cap. Yes. Oh, my God. How how do you do that? You, uh, just it's called, you need to give that third-round pick you just got for Zadorov, staple it to Dahan, and ship his ass to Buffalo. Or Connolly. Or any and also, oh, oh, I thought we were talking about Minnesota. Others on Minnesota. I was like, how did Minnesota oh. go over the cap? No, I know the Hawks have negative cap space, sadly. Minnesota would be over the cap. And also, Andrew yeah. Shaw needs to go on LTIR. That'll help a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next signing, Dougie Hamilton to the Carolina Hurricanes. Seven years, $63 million. You mean the Devils, right? What did I say? Oh, the Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> that's because it says previous team, and that's what I looked at. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's, been, it's, been, it's been a long month. Anyways, the last yeah, second to the, the Hurricanes. To the New Jersey. Fine. Yeah, the Carolina Hurricanes. You said, no, uh, the um, New Jersey Devils. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts, Schmidt. You're a little bit closer to this uh, this team, I'd say, in terms of uh, – um, I mean, uh, well, for the de- from the Devils' standpoint, this is fantastic for them. I mean, you finally have that backstone, back backstone, cornerstone defenseman that you need on the back end, especially with all these young guys coming up like Ty Smith. You got Luke Hughes, you got Kevin Ball, you got all these big young left-handed defensemen coming up. Perfect partner to play with them. The guy has proven he can play in transition, proven he can play on the power play, proven he can play in the penalty kill. Yeah, he'll take a dumb penalty That's here or there. Defense. Through and through, like this is this is almost perfect. This will do nothing but help the Devils. Yeah, they may not make the playoffs this year, but this will definitely help the development of guys like Hughes, guys like Heesher still are developing. You can you got guys like Brat. Like they're so young. This is this is gonna help this team so much. You mentioned Ty Smith. That's gonna be perfect, perfect mm -hmm. pairing. And then like just from a Blackhawks standpoint, it's just like this contract's going to get compared to Seth Jones for the end, to the end of time. Least, at the very least, he's not in the same conference or division. Yeah, he's thank God. Team. But, yeah. like, man. You know what? Especially, especially with the way the market unfolded for Dougie Hamilton, I am shaking my head as a Blackhawks fan. If Stan Bowman would have, like, what did they say in the Dangle podcast a couple weeks ago? Stick to your guns. Bowman should have just stuck to his guns, and then he could have just got Hamilton free agency yeah. for less money. Granted, he's older, but who cares? He's better. Exactly. If you you know what hit me last night is that uh, Seth Jones is just the Dion Phaneuf of our generation. Uh, <laughs> Seth Jones is a lot better than Dion Phaneuf. <laughs> he can hit the net. That's for sure. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But is Seth Jones broken glass with a puck? Oh, center Phil Kershaw's broken glass with a puck. That's, oh, shit. Maybe Phil That's Kershaw's why we kept him, bro. That's 20. why we didn't trade him to Columbus. No, you're right. Yeah, hardest shot. Now one goal against Detroit. Mm-hmm. You're damn right. So what you're saying is Dion Phaneuf's going to come out of retirement and shine with the Blackhawks? God, I wish. Uh, we, need that. we need that big body presence in the back end. We need the double Dion to hit Nathan McKinnon. Nah, let's, let's just go with... double down and get Chara. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. With Nikita Zadorov gone, someone's got to take up all those hits. That's true. Someone's got to lay out the hits. Someone's got to <laughs> almost get away with, someone's gotta get away with murder on this team. 
Yeah, almost get away with murder. <laughs> Someone needs to almost murder Patrick Hornquist twice a year. That's no, the... that's why we signed you, Jarkera. Oh, you're right. Okay, we're fine. We're fine. That's the. I love the saying from Dude. Jeff Merrick: Sedano charged to get the lady being every year for not killing people. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Like it is. It is so true. Honestly, I can't. I'm I'm 100% getting a Kara jersey. I I'm so excited. That dude's gonna be such a menace. I can't wait. Oh, by the way, um, did you guys know the Devils only have eight forwards on the roster? Really? Yeah, they were really only after Sod. I'm surprised they didn't get him. Like that must have kind of came down to they didn't want to give him the term or something. Which is ridiculous because that contract was amazing. Yeah, they weren't even. I was talking to uh, a Blues fan and like. They weren't even in the running the night before. There were three teams on him. It was the Devils, I believe the Hurricanes, and it was a different team. The Blues weren't in on it. And then the next day, he, he ends up in St. Louis in the middle of the day. So that was very, well, like very St. Louis, weird. they do have the cap space to get Brandon. <laughs> yeah, the 4.5. It's the I, term, I, I'm telling you. Saad probably was offered like a three-year deal from both teams, and then the Blues jumped uh, in with a five-year term, and that yeah, got I it. I don't get it. He's consistently scored 20 goals the last few years, and then he had – Fucking seven goals in what eleven okay. playoff games or okay. something? Jimmy, but he doesn't play defense. You can only put him in your top six. That is fair. That's completely fair. And uh in real and definitely not fabricated bullshit from Pierre Maguire, but you're Soccer right. mom so, Pierre Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> so from the devil's standpoint, you have to think they're gonna make a run at a guy like Tatar in the next couple of days. Just to Dude, get a body on that forward board. Yeah. Hmm. We're Colorado or New Jersey, I might cut out there. Oh, New Jersey. Hmm. I I think Colorado's gonna get Tatar. I think they're gonna get him cheap. Nah, it makes too much sense. Imagine he gets like get him like two years, two mil each. Like his stock is below the floor right now. Tatar's gonna sign a one year show me deal. Watch. He's good. He's good. Really... Honestly. Oh my god. Well, Denver, Colorado, I feel like is just perfect because they can. Denver. Colorado. He fits in there perfectly, and like you said, it's a show me contract. And he's definitely going to – he could definitely show a lot on those teams more than literally any other team. I, I think he should go – I mean, I think he'd be perfect in Colorado. Like, they, they lost side. They need someone to score. They lost Dontrell, too. Oh, oh, yeah, shit. Like, I yeah. was just about to go check Colorado's, like, depth chart because I was very curious to see who um their secondary forwards are going to be now. Because, like, they have cap space, but they yeah. did – key pieces at least they kept the back end intact which is always the key like tampa kept theirs too i mean i guess they still got burkowski they got comfort stupid i mean they they lost they lost more than tampa bay and tampa bay just picked up Corey perry i mean you they really (laughs) should be going for thomas what do you think about uh, patrick maroon and Corey perry on the same line fuck off that's what i say dude Corey perry on the power play it's going to be nasty. Just put him in the Kalorn spot. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Nick's getting a jersey. It's hilarious. <laughs> so what are you saying? Tampa's going to lose in the Stanley Cup final next year? No, they're going to win. He's going to pull a Hosa. He lost two so. years in a row. Now he's going to win. Oh, my God. This is going to be a three-peat. <laughs> I'm sick. I hate this. <laughs> This is gross. Well, it could be Jimmy's worse. like, I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> it not. could be worse. You could be an Edmonton Oilers fan and your GM signed Zach Carmen to a seven year That's a transition. Oh my god. What a signing, man. Listen, I'm sorry. But I'm so happy for Zach Hyman that he got that money. He deserves dude, it. Oh yeah. I hope he plays every I hope he plays every year of it. I love Zach Hyman, man. 
I hope plays all of it. I want him glued to yes. David. We were <laughs> saying that they should go after him, but yeah, we never said seven years, five. Is it five and a half million a year? Yeah. Good Lord. I don't. And I don't care if people say that's still not even their worst deal. <laughs> so I don't care. Oh yeah. Them signing Cody uh, CC, forced, which forced them to trade Ethan Bear, is still the worst thing <coughs> of the day for Edmonton. They basically, they basically are copying the Toronto Maple Leafs. They signed this is literally Tyson right Berry after. This is literally right after they signed Tyson Berry to an extension. Bro, like I don't get Ken Holland's mindset. He's like, okay, we're gonna get Cody CC, but we don't want four right shot defensemen, so we're gonna trade the one good right shot defenseman we have that's proven himself. He's like, so good. And have you, did you see the stories about him off the ice? No, he gets to play with Tony D'Angelo. Yep. I fucking hate this. He sounds like he was really loved in the Edmonton community. No, he was. So the dude would literally go to stores, to like lid stores, and he would buy like his, like his jersey. He'd buy jerseys and shit and give them out to the community. Like he now he gets that to go play with Tony D'Angelo. Exactly. Another <gasps> another. Player that's actually that does well and he gets disrespected like this, but you know it's ridiculous, uh, dude. It's ridiculous, and like nice I don't mind the return of Fogel, but it's just no, like, that's not a bad trade. But the the fact the the way you had to trade him, the fact you signed Cody C and Cody Tyson Berry, yeah, yeah. and it had to be the Carolina Hurricanes. It had to be the Carolina yeah. Hurricanes. Because you got to help Carolina team. after they lose Dougie Hamilton for for, for Hacks. Well, season. it's. Of course, right after Ethan Bear has this entire thing over the summer of being like attacked racially, mm-hmm. and you trade him to the team that literally hours ago signed Tony D'Angelo. Are you fucking and a kidding racist, me? homophobe, anti-COVID, like oh god, just a freak. We, he's a freak. There's no other. There's it's just put it that way. He's a fucking freak. Uh, but yeah, less anyway, of Zach uh, Hyman. Yeah, like <laughs> um, actually Carl Dahlstrom. Excuse me. No, that's right. With the <laughs> he's only 26. He's got time. Okay, relax. Know, that sounds tired. like the next. That sounds like the next Morgan Riley replacement to me. Oh, oh God. Okay. <laughs> um. But uh. Oh my God. Brandon Davidson got a contract. He's playing. Yeah, Angel I saw it. Bu- isn't he in Buffalo? <laughs> he's in Buffalo. That's rough, man. With Vinny Hinnestroza and John Hayden. Hey, on a, a good extension here, Carter Verhage. Three years. Blackhawks. Oh my God. The future. <laughs> um, Pierce, who do you have next on your uh? Oh, list uh, free agents. I oh, I just kind of want to finish up on Zach Hyman. <laughs> I think that's going to be a great first three, maybe even four years, but the back half's going to suck. But that's basically what they're for. Yeah. It, it honestly just reminds me of the TJ Oshie contract. Just uh, TJ Oshie stayed healthy more than Zach Hyman has, so that's what concerns me. It could be yeah. Andrew. It could be David Clarkson. It could be TJ Oshie. Who knows? We'll see. You know, it could be Andrew Shaw. I think you almost said that there. I think that's a that that could really be. What yeah, it, is. it could be Andrew Shaw. Because I think he'll be good. I just don't think he'll like. I don't think I don't he'll think survive the contract. Yeah. Oh no, he'll play sixty. Uh, yeah, next signing. Philip Deneau to the LA Kings. Love yeah. Great signing, but holy crap, do they have a lot of centers there? What are they going to do? They're, they, they're definitely going to pull one of them on the wing, like one of their young centers, yeah. which is good. They've already, okay. um, what? Oh, I was going to say, and that takes off all the, the hard matchups from Kopitar. Just put Deneau to McDavid and then like Kopitar and the from what I heard, um, from when I listened to the Dano interview, it sounds like that's exactly what Rob Blake sold him on in the interview. He said, Kopitar's our one, Byfield's our two, we want you to take all the top assignments as our three. 
but we're going to put you in all those situations. We're going to give you those minutes. So this makes me think they're probably going to put Turcotte on the wing start of the year, which is fine. I'm pretty sure he's played wing before. Okay. But, um, like, it just it, – it, it eases off, like you said, Kopitar, but I just think for Byfield and Turcotte, this helps so much. Exactly. Yeah. Like, this, they, they looked at what Montreal just did with Suzuki and Kakaniemi, and they're like, we want to copy that. We want to make sure that these guys get put in the opportune ice time situations. And Rob Blake already came out and said with all these moves, he's like, we don't have to make the playoffs this year. We still have all of our picks and prospects. We can do whatever we all want. All about this development. Year. For them. Yeah, and they got Alex Not Edler on the one-year. I couldn't tell if it was a one or two-year deal. Everyone it was, was reporting. Deal, I think. Okay, because like people were reporting two-year deal and then it was one-year deal. Like I don't, whatever. But that's a great signing. Like we talked about it for months. How they needed a left shot D man. They got that's one. Not Olimata. <laughs> yeah, that's not Olimata. They got one. Like LA's just had a great offseason. I think this is just like the bow on top. That's to know. seriously fucking fantastic. I, I didn't even see that that interview. The fact that he's like acknowledging, yeah, we don't need to do this shit. They're actually That's rebuilding. So- Good for them. Yeah. Dude, and them. like they sold like from what Philip Deneau said, they sold him on it immediately. And he had offers from a lot of different places. So That's a good fucking GM right there. Mm-hmm. A testament to his game that he only scored one goal in the playoffs last year and still he was still paid. highly regarded. Yeah. And yep. the fact you got paid. Yeah, paid, paid. I, okay, I just want to say, I completely forgot that Lions Hallmark is a fucking Bruin. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Craig Anderson and Aaron Dell are both in Buffalo. That's tough. <laughs> yeah. Talk about tanking. Dan, Dan Vladar's in um, Calgary. Calgary yeah. That. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was really funny. Out of nowhere. Dan later. Man. So, the next player, Anyways, we kind of talked about him already. Tyson Berry, three years, $13.5 million. <sighs> okay, oh, yeah, they, yeah. apparently they're reporting it's going to be four or five years, but I, I just don't like this. I, yes, Who he's going to get you points on the power play, but no, man. Anything above zero years is a, is an overpay. I'm sorry. It, I, I don't know. Ken Holland cannot be saved from him. He can't play. He can't. They, this team can get points, but they cannot play defense, and that's exactly what Tyson no. is. Who is Duncan Keith going to play with? <laughs> I just keep Cody coming Cece, back baby. to that question. Is it Tyson Berry or is it Cody CC? Like, woof. Wouldn't you oh. like to find out? Let's see how he plays with each Think of, of them. All the shots. Think of all the shots that'll get on net with Cody CC and Duncan Keith on the ice. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> God, I feel bad for Oilers fans. The Oilers dude. could have done something so amazing this offseason, but they traded for Duncan Keith. They signed Tyson Berry. They signed Cody CC. They traded Ethan Bear for – that's not a bad trade, but that how they got to the point where they had to trade Ethan Bear. Bro, they could have stayed put. Yeah. Not – they could have still traded for Keith if that was the issue. Not re-sign all these guys and go get Dougie Hamilton. Like I or any winger to play with McDavid. You needed to pay extra to get him. You could have thrown ten at Hamilton. Like they could have, in theory. That's a and player it, you overpay for because he's a top two defenseman. Gosh, it just makes no sense. If I'm Connor McDavid, I am counting the days till my contract's up because I am walking. When's it going to be the day where Connor McDavid requests a trade? Because it just seems like oh, the good, good, good Canadian kid. When do we ever see a superstar player request a trade? I'm, I'm waiting for the day. I wonder when it'll be. How 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 much of this is he gonna take? I guess we're gonna find out. Um, 
another Canadian team. Uh, Jimmy, you would know about this. Uh, Peter Morazic to Toronto. I wonder how you feel about this. Oh, man. I talked about this before, but I'll get into it again. Um, yeah, because yeah, I was on the live stream. That was, you know, it's among a million other takes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I actually i am not the hugest I'm not the hugest. I'm not the. I'm not the biggest fan of it. Um, I believe Steve Dangle said on our show <laughs> the check. Uh, Mike Smith, and now funny enough, he's played for the Maple Thank you. This is that's exactly how to put it. He is. He can play the puck. Um, I I'll admit how well I don't know, but he definitely he, he definitely plays it. He's like kind of like Mike it. Smith, eh? He's just like Mike Smith. He definitely touches the puck. Um, I I just I listen I. I'm a fan of Peter Mrazek. I just I'm not a fan of his game. Like I I want the guy to succeed. I wanted that in Carolina. I wanted it in Detroit. I just don't see it happening. Isn't Philadelphia he, for a bit that? Yeah, yeah, that was weird, right? <laughs> for like a cup of coffee, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I just don't see it happening. He has not adjusted his game. He has all the skill in the world, and we see it when he turns it on. Holy shit. He is one of, one the, of the best goalies, goalies in the entire yeah. league. He when he's good, like you know, in a vacuum, the games where he's good, he plays as well as anybody in the entire league. It's insane. He'll steal games for you, but when he's not, he is so so off of his game. When he's off of his game, he is off, and you you can't you can't risk that. You can't. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. You can't risk it if you want if you're you know in the playoffs, what have you. He, I mean, he's going to be the backup. Right, he's gonna be the backup unless Campbell falls off a cliff. But no, I don't know. I, I really don't like that side. You know who you just you know who you just described? Who? <laughs> you basically just described Freddie Anderson to a T for the last two seasons. Dude, exactly. They just, they just got, got him. <laughs> you know, you know who you know what Marazic is? Injury prone. So just add to that. <laughs> Exhibit A of Peter Morazic, I think. Uh, what was it? Game three and game four against Tampa last year. They won three two in overtime, and he played great. And then, I think what was it? Carolina was up four two, and then they ended up losing the game like six four because of Peter Morazic. That's him in a nutshell. Yep. And I, the, my biggest concern for Toronto right now is, um, this is a full eighty two game season, ladies and gentlemen. And Jack Campbell played like what twenty five games last year. Like, the most he's ever played in a season, I think, is, like, 30. Uh, workload's definitely going to be a thing this off, like this season. And I think that's why so many goalies went off the market so fast. And, like, got, teams like Dallas are comfortable with housing four goalies going into the season because they know just, like, for young goalies, it's going to be a tough change going off of last year at least because, like, 56 to 82 is a big change for some some players, especially the younger ones. But yeah, three years. If it was one year for Peter Morazic, it'd be fine just to kind of take it down. I don't hate three one years. Year. I don't know. No, they, don't that know. means they saw that like Dubis saw something and wanted to commit to it. And I don't know what you want to commit to. And I mean, if it's a re- if he sees him as a reclamation project, I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm not okay with it, but I, I'm glad he, his mind's in the right place. But because well, I mean, clearly they'll put their energy towards that. But if he sees this as like I like what I I see and I want to keep that, then I'm worried. Because I, like, he's not reliable. He's just not uh, reliable. I don't know. I wouldn't have gone three years. But that's me. No, no, I wouldn't. I would have gone two at the max. And only if you see him as a reclamation project. But I guess that's, and you may say, well, how else, you know, maybe there are other teams bidding for him. Okay, then drop out. Don't give him three you years. You don't have to get him. Yeah, you're not, you're not. It's not like when you enter the bidding war, if you're the last person standing, you have to get him. No, like you don't. 
You don't. You just, just don't sign him. Just save the but, cap space. I think it's going to bite them in the ass in a big way when they have to play him at a certain time. I, I just don't like it. But whatever. I'm, I'm overreacting. There's a little bit of Leafs fan in me that's, you know, a Leafs fan and is uh, completely irrational. So that's probably what's speaking here. Uh, another Canadian team making a move, which I actually really like. David Savard to Montreal, four years. Yes. Carolina. I actually I like I think he deal. fills that need perfectly. Dude, Him, yeah. he's going to be great with Romanov. I think he'd be perfect mm-hmm. like, to just sit him right aside him for the next, like, maybe year or two. Let him get his feet wet. I thought he would get a lot more. I honestly thought he would get close to five, but he's only at $3.5 million. I think that's a great uh, contract. I thought he was going to get five by five, dude. Yeah. I'm certain on that. Maybe the term, but no, I like the, I like this contract. Montreal and with Weber out you need someone like that and he just won a Stanley Cup that's another thing I thought he would have got paid just because he won a cup but no I like that deal uh next next signing Alec Martinez re-signs with uh the Los Los Angeles Kings geez PTSD coming back there uh re-signs with the Vegas Bull Knights three years (laughs) 15.75 million dollars uh I honestly don't mind it um three years but I like the I like the money. He's a good fit there in Vegas. No, I like this one for Vegas. Hope he has a no move clause. No, oh, yeah. I don't know if he does as a thing. That's gonna be interesting. Um, we kind of touched on this a bit, but uh, we're gonna get more into it. Uh, Frederick Anderson to Carolina. It's really interesting what Carolina has done with their goaltending because. I don't think I talked about this, but just the way Nedeljkovic went out. He had a great rookie season. Okay, maybe it was a small sample size on a really good team, but just the way things went out, the fact that he allowed, what, four goals in the first two games against Tampa Bay, and then he didn't see the net for the rest of the series, and then they don't even sign him for what he wanted. I think it was like a little over $3 million. Something I obviously Tom Dunnan <clears throat> when oh, he boy. gets a number he sticks to it he never wants to go over it but and I Tom Dunnan has to be one of the most inept front office people that we know of in the entire NHL based off this offseason holy shit how do you how do you not pay up to that guy how do you then go and like, well, no, I'm not going to get into that for the millionth time. No, fuck that. But this alone, like, forget anything after this. How Ned was up for rookie of the year, no? Yeah, he was third place, I think. And yeah, he was up for rookie of the year. Behind the captors off and Robertson. Yeah. And the, and he felt like, oh, oh, he wants three million. Yeah, no, we have to let him go. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you dense? Seriously? You're gonna you're gonna hang up the phone over three million on your rookie goaltender who just finished third for rookie. Do you know how hard it is to get voted in as a rookie of the year candidate as a goalie? Clearly he doesn't know that. You know why? Because he's a front office hack. I'm sorry. These guys don't know what they're that talking about. It feels like he had his sport. fingerprints all over this offseason for Carolina. It's disgusting. He's not a hockey guy. Like even like we talk about, you know, all hockey guys, hockey men. At least Hockey men know let something Don about to hockey. Do it. Yeah, let Don At least Waddell they're hockey it. men. I'm sorry. I'll give him that. <laughs> Tom Dundon has no idea what he's doing. And he needs to get his grubby fucking hands off of this team. It's disgusting. But anyways, I, that, that's my rant. I just, I'm just so frustrated. Like, I don't – I'm not the biggest fan of the Hurricanes, but I love what they've done down there. And this has destroyed almost all of my – 
appreciation for this team. They really are a bunch of jerks. They are. <laughs> they, they are not ironically a bunch of jerks. They are now unironically a bunch. Wait, of jerks. you guys are a bunch of jerks. Wait, you I guys are it was just a, a joke. <laughs> anyway, but Frederick Anderson, he's interesting because he was kind of one of those goalies where you could put in the bank, he get like a nine seventeen or nine eighteen save percentage, but he's had a bunch of injury issues. I don't know about this for Carolina. Same, and they also got Auntie Ranta, who's very susceptible to injuries as well. Oh boy, I don't know about this. He suffers from Jonathan, uh, how do I say this, prime Jonathan Taves PTSD. That's what he yeah, suffers from. that's why he should have came to Chicago, but, you know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Not that cap, no, no. No. I wouldn't have hated him on the, I thought he was going to get a show-me deal. That's what I thought, too. Because he has been hot fucking garbage in Toronto the last two years. Should you show him that freak? <laughs> I defended him for a while, but looking back, and he's just been rough. Uh, 12th, David Krejci hasn't signed yet, but apparently he's going to sign in Boston. No surprise there. Number yeah. 13, Kyle Palmieri resigns with the Islanders. No surprise there, really. I did not see that. How much did he sign for? Uh, it just says reported. I don't think this list is like updated. Uh, but... No, we, we probably we probably don't even know yet because Lou Lamorello, blah, blah, blah. But oh, either yes. way, I think yeah, he really had a great playoffs there with Islanders. I think it's a good fit. Keep him in your top six, top nine, wherever you want to play him. I like that. I mean, they got Richard Ponick. I don't know why they needed feel the need to resign Tom <laughs> Palmieri, but I mean, whatever. Oh, yeah, I guess. Dick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, number fourteen, Nick Foligno to the Boston Bruins. <laughs> yeah, he signed. Hall or Foligno? What about Hall and Foligno? Yeah, I was. Oh my God! No. Why not both? <laughs> why not Boston? Toronto's like we can only have one. Boston's like why not both? <laughs> I want to die. This is so bad. <laughs> the real question is, what is what well, about is me? Taylor Hall on. going to wear? Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, it's Taylor <laughs> Hall number seventy-one, and same with uh, that's funny. That's funny. Go back to ninety-one. <laughs> no, give Taylor I... Hall ten just to show that he's the better player of the draft. God, I hope so. Uh. No, I like the sign for Boston. Two years, it's short. The cap oh, is reasonable. You know it would be great? Great third liner. Yeah. If Dallas wasn't in contention and Boston could get back Sagan and they could have a line of Hall, Sagan, and uh, Nick Foligno, the ultimate fucking Maple Leafs line. <laughs> or Kessel. Or Kessel. Kessel. Kessel Hall. Kessel yeah, Hall. Get Kessel Foligno. Back, no, that's it. That's it. No, Boston to Kessel. No, Kessel to Boston. No, I- I'm starting that. I'm starting the hype train. Let's hey, do it. DeBrus for Kessel one for one. Dude, DeBrus can, DeBrus can like change for Kessel would actually make perfect sense. A hundred percent. I hope they do that. that. That's perfect. Oh my DeBrus god. Is getting shopped. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess as he should be, right? Like he. He do do. He's he's uh he's the piece you move, he's a movable piece, and he'll be better somewhere else. You can't beat Charlie really Coyle, that's for sure. Oh no, you can't. Jesus, what is he? He signed five. 5. Oh no, it's not. That's the one contract. That is done. Done. What are you doing? Mm. Yeah. He can have one mess up when he's got his entire top. Uh, when his entire oh, no. top line is locked up for less than Drysaddle and McDavid, he can do whatever he wants. Honestly. Oh, he's allowed it. I just can't believe it. Wow. What is their first line make like a combined nineteen billion? Not even twenty. That's ridiculous. None of them make over seven. 
The Hawks' top two stars make 20 on their own. 21. Three <laughs> 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 didn't make 30. Yeah, Dude, that's, a, that's a funny joke. But yeah, Bergeron, <laughs> Pachinok, Marshawn, Hall that's all make all make money within the six million mark. Six between six and seven million. Yep. Their top four scores. That's Sweeney Masterclass. And great Craig Smith makes three mil. Eric Hall is a nice little signing they made. He makes two point three. Yeah, I thought. Years. Other than Derek Forbert, I really like what they did. The Bruins. It's not a horrible. Uh, and they got Mike Riley was. back. Yep, yep. I, I think Felino will fit in better than he did in Toronto. Oh, Austin's an actual hockey team. Yeah, there's not going to um, be the pressure that he's in Toronto and was traded for dude, a first round pick. Dude, I'm sorry. Like, do do people not realize that there's still an issue with playing in Toronto? Players do not want to play in Canada, Why would they? and they don't. Yeah, they, specifically, they definitely do not want to play in Toronto. Well, I mean, there's it's clearly a lot of players don't want to play in, in Canada. Like, they literally have like you know. They have on their no trade clauses. Like I yeah, just don't want to play in Canada. If you're in the Canada. U.S. and have a no movement clause or no trade clause, it's because you don't want to play in Canada. Yeah. How sad is that? And it's because, like, and again, like, imagine not wanting to play in, in Canada. If you don't want to play in Canada, you absolutely do not want to play in Toronto. There's no question about it. That is the last place you want to be playing. Maybe Montreal instead of it. Another thing I want to be up, bring up about Pierre Mraz, like apparently he likes he likes the spotlight, so maybe that'll help him in Toronto. I don't know, but he likes the spotlight when he messes up because that's going to be interesting. Yeah, Pierce. He said he likes the spotlight. He didn't say he was good in it, so. That's <laughs> real I guess we'll I guess we'll find out, eh? Yeah, um, I guess we'll find out, yeah. Yeah. So we talked about Brand Saw. The next one's Corey Perry. Called this one. You did. did yeah, it makes so much. You talked about yeah, this. Yeah, I talked about it on the draft stream. It makes so much sense. Wait, Pat, Corey, Corey Perry to Tampa Bay? I thought it was just a joke. Two years, two million, why not? Uh, why not? Can you uh, imagine a line of Patrick Maroon, Alex Kalorn, and Corey Perry? Nah, I want Ross Coltman in the middle. Ross Coltman, that No, works. that's going to be... Or Matthew Joseph. Disgusting. <laughs> Oh my god, man. Literally put any a-hole between them. Put somebody that can win face-offs. If and they still had, if they still had Yanni Gord, to be Maroon, Gordon, Perry. Stop. Oh my god. I know we rag on, you know, oh, tough to play against, but man, that is a bunch of asshole. <laughs> on a one bunch line. of asshole. A bunch of asshole Not on one line. Asshole. They're just one combined giant asshole. <laughs> I hate myself for saying this. <laughs> <laughs> what a soundbite. <laughs> but seriously, that line's going to be so, so annoying to play against. You've got Ross Colton just dogging it. Like, okay, why is my phone going off? You've got Ross Colton just dogging it throughout the entire shift. Corey Perry's probably, like, face-washing you, and Patrick Maroon's, like, cross-checking you and then showing you all three of his cup rings. Like, it's yeah. just the worst thing to play against. Dance. Yeah, yeah, his little fucking chicken dance. Fuck that guy. I'd love him if he was a Blackhawk, though. Those rent free in your head, what can I say? He does, so it's it's okay. I've accepted it. And Florida Panthers fans as well. Oh, oh my god. Oh yeah, you think it's bad for me. Holy shit. Talk to a Panthers um, fan. Next signing, Yaroslav to Van... Yaroslav. Yaroslav Halak to Vancouver. No, no Halak, just Yaroslav. 
Um, one year, yes. 1.5 million. That's a good signing. Halak is consistently, I don't think he's a starter anymore, but he's a consistent like guy. You can play like 30, 35 games, and that's perfect. Probably, 1B. Perfect. Yeah, 1B. perfect for that. He is literally the prototype got, for 1B. I, I got no problem with that. Well, I'm just going to come out and say it. They, the reason they got Brayden Holby is for 1B reasons, and they learned very quickly Thatcher Demko doesn't need a 1B. So I honestly think they got this as a pure backup. I Don't be surprised if Thatcher Demko starts like 50 games next year. That's all hey, I'm going to say. 30 games for Halak is like perfect, yeah. I'd say. I would say like 30 max for Halak. Like, I, think, I think Thatcher Demko is going to get a way bigger workload than people realize because he was very good towards the end of last season when he started to get that workload. <laughs> No, he so, was. Yeah, that's very true. I didn't even. Yeah, shit. Because that's that's yeah, all I got out of the whole um, buyout. Besides, I mean, they need a yeah. cap space, but like, <laughs> you think they do? The like, reason they got Holpe in the first place is because they thought Demko needed help, and clearly he doesn't. So, I like this signing a lot. Yeah, that's a great he's, way to look at it too. He's Yandel to the Philadelphia Flyers. All I can say is I'm looking forward to that Yandel Ristolainen pairing, baby. Yes, sir. God. Oh no! I mean, oh, no. at least it's at least it's one year, nine hundred k. But oh boy, who are they gonna put him with? Probably Ristolainen, and that's gonna be a disaster. And I'm gonna love it. It's <laughs> gonna be I so fun. Remember how I was like, uh, you know, he was in Buffalo, Ristolainen. He'll be in a better position. <laughs> Maybe the reason <laughs> Buffalo was bad because Ristolainen. You know, like it goes both ways. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I guess for an oral or certainly. I think there's just something in the water, man. I don't I don't think it I think it goes way past the players and the on ice performance, but that's just me. I guess we'll find out. Or will we because we never really find out anything in Buffalo. They just kind of continually spin like a washing machine cycle. It's incredible. Mike Hoffman to the Montreal Canadiens three fifteen point five million dollars. Um, Fuck you, Patricia Van. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, of course he signs a guy whose fiance was uh, bullying uh, Eric Carlson's wife online. But you know what? Mark Bergevin being yeah. controversial in 2021. What are you talking about? Well, that's some breaking news. I'm just off the rails. Oh, what's here. up? What's up? David Krejci's not resigning in Boston. No. <laughs> what the hell? They just said he was. No. <laughs> they just dropped the Boston just dropped a giant statement that says. He's like at the end it says this is not a goodbye. I will not be a stranger. I will be a Bruin forever. I will see you at the TD oh. Garden soon, and I will always wear the black. No way. So I guess he's not going back to Boston. Hey, you might even say that's oh, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> oh, that's a good old knee slap. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy to Vegas. Book it. Oh, that makes that makes or Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, speaking of the Bruins, yeah, we kind of talked about this already. Mike Riley, three times straight to Boston. Love it. Zero, zero. <laughs> with it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh, Mikhail Granlin back to Nashville, four years at 20 million. I don't know about this one. Uh, I thought, am I the only person who isn't, who, who likes that? I don't think five I don't like the long. money or the term, especially for the way he's uh, performed yeah, in Nashville. Yeah. Nothing. What do you think, three by, three by four? They are still banking on he's the guy that had like 80 points like four years, five years ago. Almost I don't think he had 80 points. I bet you money if he goes to a different, if he goes to like any team that has a remote sense of offensive capability, he's, he'd be fine. But he's in Nashville. He's in Nashville. So he'd be great in, uh, well, there's a lot of places he'd be good in. 
He would have been great in the Blackhawks, not for that money, but he would have been perfect in that third line center role. Yeah, but we have Tyler just... Johnson, Henrik Borgstrom, Adam Gondek. We have we have plenty. But yeah, there's a uh, couple people there. There's yeah, there's a couple. Um, uh, look, Sammy Vatten has assigned. Eric Stahl has assigned. Brain Holtby goes to Dallas, one year, two million, zero problems. It's a one year. Sure. He's probably he might even be the third string just because of all the goals they have. I don't know. That's <laughs> I gotta think Hugh Dobin's on the move eventually, but yeah, one fine. of those goals has to be. Uh, well, Hugh Dobin gets—he's not—is he? Does he have the injury bug? Doesn't he kind of have that going on? They all have the injury bug. Yeah, that's honestly, I would. Well, either you get a good, you know, better medical staff. Um, maybe that would entice Vladimir Tarasenko. Um, but honestly, I, I, I feel pretty secure having, if I'm them, having Jake Ottinger and then Braden Holpe right behind him. I like that quite a lot. Oh, you always got a goalie to play back on or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's Fall great. Fall back on, that's what I meant to say. Um, yeah, like, Holby is not great, but he can definitely be a mentor. He's uh, one of the better people in the NHL, like, as a person. I love that for Dallas. He needs to get his turtles back on in the U.S., though. What? Did you, do you not remember that? Because he owns turtles. You, he had to, like, there was like a problem where he had troubles getting his turtles across the border. And it's that Michael Scott <laughs> video where he's like, where are the turtles? Where are they? Stop. Schmitty, what, Bro, you do, what happened? What happened? I misquoted. Krejci's going back to the Czech Republic. So I guess he's retiring. Oh, no. Oh, really? Shut up. No way. Oh, wow. That makes, that's crazy. That makes more sense, at least. Okay, that makes a lot more sense, yeah. That's cool, though. He plays his entire career in Boston. Good for him. One of the more underrated players in the NHL. This guy Mm -hmm. is so underrated. Maybe the most underrated. Such a good playoff performer, too. Yeah, yeah. That never gets talked about. He's always money in the bank. Pretty sure he led led the Bruins in points, playoff scoring in 2011 and in 2013. I'm pretty sure. Is he not the most underrated second-line center of his time? Hasley, yeah. He's Nothing. up there with Backstrom, just as underrated centers from this generation, honestly. Dude, one of the most underrated playmakers. Because he plays behind too. Bergeron. It's like... <laughs> you know, what were you going to do? There's no way you were ever going to get ahead of him in that spot. But like, he accepted his role, and he fucking killed knocked it. Knocked it out of the park, yeah. Yeah. Um, How good do you have to be for Boston fans to actually like you for that long? <laughs> I think Boston fans actually like a lot more people than you realize. Yeah, you play for their just, team, they adore you. Usually. It's just Tuka Rask. It really, that's all it is. Yeah, they can't, <sighs> see, they can't see the fact that Tuka Rask likes his family. That's the only thing they don't like. Like, everyone else, they adore on that team. <laughs> I don't know what that says about Boston fans, but... They can't okay. stand the fact that he likes his family. That's some way to put it. Uh, Tom Brady's is the only person allowed to make out with their family. Get out of here. Come on. <laughs> come on. No, come on. He's no Tom Brady. Let me tell you that for no one. No tizzy. No um, Potential second center <laughs> replacement, Eric Halla to Boston. Or Charlie Coyle. It's your time, buddy. You're getting paid five and a half. Charlie Coyle. No, that, I, I, love, I love this sign. For get on the train, Charlie. Go to Siberia. You don't ask questions and get out of here. Uh, Charlie okay. Coyle to Ottawa? No. I don't know. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes, dude. Sign literally anybody. Sign literally any forward and get rid of that fucking contract. Mm-hmm. Go well, for yeah. Vegas and just trade him year after he gets extended. No, okay, yeah, I like the Eric Hall signing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Zach Parise to the Islanders, again, the contract isn't reported. Like, it doesn't say the amount, but really again, that's probably Lou Lamarole, but that makes, that makes all the sense in the world. Just a depth guy. Blue shenanigans. Do really give them anything. Like, give him a fucking bag of popcorn. He's got all the money in the world. He's fine. He just wants to play hockey. I think. Uh, I think. I don't know. He's a perfect fit to, for uh, for the Islanders. Honestly, one hundred percent. I think like, everyone saw this coming from a month away. You yeah. know who the only listen, other team? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Listen, if Andrews Lee goes down again, that's the guy you glued to Matt Barzell and not Leo Komarov. Hey, hey, perfect. Hey, hey, come perfect. On, Leo perfect. He, he brings. I will slander Leo oh. Komarov. He, he was in an All Star game once, don't you know? Once upon a time. I love oh, Leo Komarov. I love Leo Komarov. Respect his name. <laughs> they need to put. That, they need to stop putting that guy in in, in situations where he's just completely it, fucked. Like, he's not a bad player. He can be an effective player. He's a great guy, but they're putting him with Matt Barzell. Like, do you think people are gonna like this guy? You're making the mistake. You've done that yourself. Exactly. Um, James Neal hasn't signed. Thomas Tatar hasn't signed. Nick Bonino back to the team that originally drafted him, San Jose, for two years. I love that pickup. Oh yeah. OG San Jose Shark, Nick Bonino. I like that pickup. It allows their top six to actually be an offensive top six again. You get a really stud defensive third line center. From Anaheim to Vancouver to Pittsburgh Brent to Nashville back to on Minnesota forward, back to San Jose. That's Nick Bonino's career. And he's got two Stanley Cups. Not bad. Somehow the entire time he's managed to be better than Patrick Kane in every fashion. That's right, man. Imagine if we signed him and we put Benino and Kane together. He's bro, evolving wild would combust. <laughs> they would cease to be. <clears throat> they would, would be break, break the algorithm. Right? They would be devolving wild. Am I right, folks? Sheesh. Uh, um, Jane Swartz to the Seattle Kraken five times. Five years, twenty-seven point five million, five point five. It's got Schmidt's uh, seal of approval. I say, Schmidt, um, I want to hear what you think about this because you were talking about this plenty. Love right? it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. They literally had this contract locked up in the negotiation stage like a week ago, and Jaden Schwartz is the guy. If he could stay healthy, he is one of the best defensive forwards in the league. On top of that, that's a guy who could probably put up fifty points if you put him in the right situation. Twenty-five goals, twenty-five assists. Exactly, lights out. So good at the playoffs too. Like he was. Probably the best offensive piece besides Tarasenko on those cup runs. Like, yeah, O'Reilly was good, but just in terms of like clutch goals, Jaden Schwartz was the guy. And yeah, he was hurt last year, but and he seemed to fall out of love in St. Louis. But I promise you, it's like that's for, happening a lot in St. Louis, eh? Exactly. Especially for a guy like Hackstall, who's a very defensive minded coach, he's going to love Jaden Schwartz. And like, this is this is the top, it's another top six forward. It's another top six forward. And they got Alex Venberg, too. Who I like a lot. That's a good upside pick. That's a good upside center. He's like what twenty five now. So you know, funny they kind of filled out the top six a bit. I'm curious. <laughs> you still, mentioned the. Uh... Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead, Dylan. I was just saying they still have fifteen million cap space, which is really? awesome. I now know I Tom Fitzgerald is the man running the New Jersey Devils yep. general manager position. So that's something I learned today. Now to find out who Arizona's GM is. Bill Armstrong. Bill Armstrong. I don't know who that is, but good for him. He's so Jimmy's playing, good. like, learning the GM's game right now? Dude, Arizona has changed GMs, like, every week. It's I dollar, I, dollar I, bill. Yeah. Dollar, dollar bill. Dude, yes, that's what he's doing in Arizona right now. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, holy shit, dude. But he's getting, getting rid of dollar bills and... 
Yeah. His goal is to just inquire every second round pick next year. He's he is it's, literally it's like the Infinity Gauntlet. Well, dude, he's literally picks. every Twitter GM, and we're all loving it because we're like, hey, you should literally trade all of your expiring assets and and your assets and that need long term. And he's doing it perfectly. Like he's uh, he's he's right there. Like he's gonna get my Bill Zito treatment eventually. I love I love what he's doing. He's fucking incredible what he's doing right Bill now. Zito treatments. Dude, um, what is it with these dollar bills, Brad man? Lambert's Holy shit. Like mighty good in the Kitchener uniforms. <laughs> oh, is he, right. there? is he going to Kitchener? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know how you pronounce the Coyotes, you know, wild uniforms. The Sunset oh, uniforms. I thought you Fuck. said Kitchener Rangers. I'm like, no, what? I said Kitchener, but I don't oh, know. Kitchener. 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 That's what it is. I said Kitchener. Yeah. I thought said Kitchener Rangers as well. I'm like, nah, that's... <laughs> Imagine Brad Lambert Kitchener. Kitchen Rangers. That'd be or crazy. Shane Wright, or yeah, that'd be nice. They need a player like that. Seriously, I, I can't believe David Krejci's gone, man. That's insane. Yeah, you might even see that's Krejci, man. Yeah, you still can't already. make the joke twice. <laughs> Boo! Yeah, especially when it's like Boo, Boo this man! Boo this man! Boo! No, the um, name to have, the, the name of the podcast has to be that's crazy, bro. That that needs to be the name. I'm sorry. Like I was also fun. I was also thinking, where are the turtles? That'd be funny too. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, on a on a lesser episode, absolutely, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna to Boston. Uh, oh, the like, Spinorama guy. That's crazy. Yeah, on Edmonton as well against Tampa Bay like 10 years ago. Dude, remember when like he literally he literally just spun at like the blue line and everyone's like wow holy shit <laughs> this has so never been done before he's yeah, I know, it is honestly one of the like lamest like lamest shootout goals of all time but sports center loves it so oh, it much it was like it's number so one funny. on every top 10 list for like for years, years. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, Linus Olmark, we've all been singing this guy's praises, and he goes to probably the. He had a winning record on Buffalo. He did. Yeah, I mean that's even more impressive than like that. Might be the most impressive stat. In that's the more NFL. impressive than well, no, I don't think there's anything that's more impressive than his uh his fucking goals saved above expected and all that. But that's pretty damn close. That has to be. Wow, I did not know that. <laughs> that's as good as it gets. I love, I love it. I think he's gonna do great in Boston. I do. Mm-hmm. What say you, Schmitty? Because I am in full agreement there. No, I like the signing. It's good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of goalies, we kind of talked about him already. Antiranta to Carolina, love it, but he gets injured too much. He played twelve games last year. <laughs> well, I'm pretty bro. sure. He played twelve sure games a, the last two years, I think. I'm like pretty that. sure he has a nine twenty uh-huh. save percentage career wide. But uh, he just can't stay healthy for the life of him. How many games has he played in that span, though? analytic darling. <sighs> and that's going to be a problem yeah. with Carolina. Cause you got Anderson and Ranta, who are both uh, injury-prone. Uh, Ryan Suter to Dallas, four years, $14.6 million. I don't want this contract. I, I, If it was like one or even two years, I'd be fine, but that's way too long. You said four, four, fourteen, four years, fourteen mil. Yeah, four years at fourteen point six million, three point six five million dollars per. That is ugly. Jesus, I did not. I knew he was going to Dallas. I did not see the details. That is rough. No. Wow. Yeah, Schmitty. Again, what's Dallas, Dallas really wanted to get their Jamie Alexiak replacement, as it seems. 
vision very clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Dallas's left side's kind of gross now. Like it's Haskinen, Lindell, Suter. That is pretty nice. It's pretty good. It's you pretty good. Price, but that is a very nice left side. Mm-hmm. And then they just signed Yanni Hockenpah, which I think is a very good underrated signing. That's a guy who you put with Haskinen, and then Haskinen can just be exactly what Haskinen should be. Or even put him with a guy like Klingberg. So. As uh, at Vezinatoskala said, Yanni Hockenpah passed us up. I don't know how I'm going to recover from this. <laughs> Dude, Nick Benito did too. <laughs> he's been on he's been on fire this frenzy. Oh, he always is. He's oh, been man. on fire. Sir Leafs fan has, <laughs> excuse me, sir, Leafs fan has fallen. <laughs> <laughs> that that's maybe the that's maybe the best tweet of the offseason. Bro, right I'm there. sorry. It's still Amazing. the best part about the Kraken. They trolled the leaves. <laughs> Get yeah. That's the best part. So good. Seattle Ford. Alexander or Toronto Ford Alexander Kerfoot. <laughs> God, you know they did that on purpose. They were like, leak this clip. Just leak this one, right? Bro, leak this one. <laughs> Bro, peep this. Peep this. Alexander Kerfoot to the Toronto Maple Leafs forward. Alexander Kerfoot. Woo! You, yeah, you know they saw what Leafs fans are like on Twitter, and they're like, okay, yeah, we all right. Troll them, yeah. Yeah, you know it's gonna you know, it'll be a lot of fun, guys. Just watch this. Just watch this. Keep this, watch this ready. Yeah, let's, now let's watch this watch ready. This. Now watch this draft. Oh Xander Kerfoot. Oh. <laughs> Man, for all the for all the controversy in the NHL, it has been a pretty fun off season. Oh, one hundred percent. This is exciting off season in years. The yeah, fact that I've forgotten about that shit is like at times it's just thank God, thank God for one great offseason. I can't honestly, been. I can't think of a better offseason than this one to be honest. Maybe 2016, I don't know, but I can't really think of it. No, I, I, this has got to be the best one I have ever been a part of. It's so much fun. You know, it was a really good one. I'd say is uh, 2015 was also a lot of fun. I feel like I and that's really not just because of 2015. 2015 and 2016 were great. Or 20. No, 2014. 2012, 2012 was crazy, too, just because it was, like, right before the lockout Dude, and all these... Dude, Zach last Parise was rumored bro. to be a Blackhawk. Zach Parise was rumored to be going to so the Blackhawks. So was Ryan Suter. I remember watching yeah. the... I remember so watching glad. the. I remember watching. I think there's the TSM broadcast, and someone was like, "They got to trade uh, Ryan uh, Nicholas Jalmerson to free up cap space for Ryan Suter." Stop. <laughs> I, I mean, Ryan Suter back then was one of the only people I would have given up for Nicholas Jalmerson. So. Well, good thing they didn't do That's that. Fair. They, yeah. Uh, right. And they Shit, beat not, Ryan Suter on the way doing it. Pretty so. sure Zach Parise, not like, once, Hawks, not twice, but, but thrice. But thrice. I'm pretty sure that the Blackhawks were like in the final three in terms of like conversations to get them. And then uh, who got Check Check Fletcher? Check Fletcher, man. Check Fletcher. Check 13, was it 12, 13 years ago? Oh, he certainly gave them checks, am I right? Uh, No doubt about that. Holy shit. Yeah. He gave him 12 years. 12 years, right? 14. <laughs> what? It's, it's like, it's you don't believe it still. Like, honestly. It's like no. the Colt contract. $98 no. million over 14 years. They signed almost $200 million. They almost signed two Connor McDavid's for 14 That's so years. good. That's so good. All better than Connor McDavid. Oh, sure. sure. Yeah. How many playoff rounds has Connor McDavid won? Yeah. One? Connor. Pony. Excuse <laughs> me. You know why McDavid Connor. and Matthews aren't on this Connor. list? Because they're 
pods. Well, yeah. That's Ooh. why McDavid and Matthews haven't won a playoff series. They're not in the top ten. Uh, they're not in Adstrom to bring his top ten NHL players, so they can sit down. They can take a seat and shut their mouths. And put this in their pipe and smoke it. They can peep this Shut one. their pie hole and put that in their pipe and smoke it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Pierce. Hockey men. Um, Number 34, Bobby Ryan hasn't signed yet. Uh, Derek Ryan goes to the Oilers. That's like what the one move I like for them. Two years, $2.5 million. <laughs> at that nice depth player. Only, you know what? Only good for them. Me. Good for them. They finally get one good signing. Who's that again? Derek Ryan. Derek Ryan. Oh, yeah. I didn't hate that, but he's probably not even going to play. Honestly, oh, he's not. He's, is he even good anymore? Yeah, yeah, he's, good. he's good defensively. What are his analytics? Why they I got, got him. God, I'm oh. waiting for the Oilers to post the. Uh, we don't have any words, and we know you don't want to hear them. No, but uh, if they post it, they go on to win back to back cups. You're, that's a good point. That's a good point. Ken Holland needs to get on that quickly. I would do that right now. Um, Alex Galchenyuk. What do you think about Alex Galchenyuk? Do you want the Leafs to resign him, Jimmy? Oh, oh fuck that guy. Whoa! Why? What did he do? You know what's not nice? You know what's not nice? Turning the puck over and essentially starting one of the most infamous, like, already one of the most infamous collapses in NHL history. Dude, the fact that it's Toronto and the history they've had before that, like, not only the few years before that, but Toronto history. Like, Dude, no, I'm sorry. Like, for his sake, don't bring him back. It's Toronto. Dude, let him go. Let him go to, like, honestly. Can't even afford him. L.A. Yeah, let him go to L.A. Let him go to a team that's rebuilding. Give him a spot. (laughs) No, listen. Listen, I I don't. No, no, I don't. I can't wish that on my worst enemy. No. Well, I can't. But... Go to Buffalo. Dude, Calvin DeHaan and Alex Galchenyuk package. Come on. Alex Who could say no to that? Alex, think about this. It's a line of Vinny Henestrosa, Alex Galchenyuk, and Brett Connolly. Hey, I forget John Hayden. All right, guys, don't worry. I'm getting uh, hearing some rumblings. I am. Uh, I have entered the J Fresh cards. I am pulling up Derek Ryan's hashtag numbers. He's got seventy-one percent wins above replacement. Never mind. Good signing for the Edmonton Oilers. I haven't watched a single second of him, but you know what? He's always been good defensively. He's been good defensively since he was in Carolina. Even strength defense. I didn't know that he was still this great defensively. Holy shit! Ninety. He's in the ninety-one area. That's yeah. Fuck it. That's great for us. That's a guy the Leafs should have picked up, but they paid more for David Camp. Oh, okay. Mm, you're right. You're absolutely right. No, like, if – I mean, no, honestly – David Camp's the next Philip Deneau, don't you know? Yeah, you got a point. He's, <laughs> he's definitely – he definitely will only score one goal in the playoffs. That is true. That is very true. <laughs> um, No, I mean, like, I uh, – we've talked about, you know uh, – like underliers being kind of like just an idea of a player. But I also believe that if someone has numbers that good as a fourth liner, like if you, like you don't just get numbers like that. You don't just put up numbers like that. So I think that's a great sign for Edmonton. Like you said, Ken Holland, he gets one good signing. Good for him. Every team gets one bad signing. Ken Holland gets one good. Signing. <laughs> it's like everyone gets one. <laughs> yeah. That's literally, that's what it is for him. <laughs> except, uh, yeah. 
anyways, uh, Pierce. Uh, speaking um, of good defensive players, uh, Alexander Edler, we kind of talked about this. Alexander Edler to the Kings, one year, $3.5 million. Slowly. I didn't realize how damn good he still is. Yeah. Dude, he, one of the most underrated Vancouver defensemen of all time. No, the most. Oh, one of the most underrated Canucks of all time. Just in the yeah. Facts. Yeah, just, no, that's true. And, he, and like Jimmy said, he had all the tough assignments all those years. Yeah, he was Good playing. Him, I hope he enjoys uh, the hot weather in LA for a year. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, man. Yeah, go enjoy yourself. You played in Vancouver for too long. You've suffered for way too long. Vancouver's not even bad. It's like in terms of a city, it's just like oh no, LA's LA. So <laughs> exactly, and you're going go, to a place go, where you have rent a house on the beach. Have mm-hmm. No expectations. No expectations. You Dude, can just they're not trying to make the playoffs. They just need you to go play with Dowdy. Just, Dude, yeah, just make that team time. not be horrible and help develop. Well, and uh, and and honestly, he's a perfect mentor. I I don't know, like he's he's perfect for that team right now mm-hmm. for what they're looking for. So yeah, I think that's I think that's fucking great. That's fucking great. Um, next signing, another Maple Leaf signing, Michael Bunting to the Toronto Maple Leafs. I like that a lot. Million. That's a yes, nice he's going to continue to shoot 25%, and he brings that gold medal experience from the World Championship. That's a damn good point. You don't, you know what, Pierce? You, you can't, know what, can't you teach can't, that. You can't, you can't teach that experience. <laughs> we all said it. You can't teach that. You can't teach gold medal experience. You have to earn it. And he did that. No, I, I like him a lot. It's like a bottom six. Like I think he's like a perfect like third line depth score. Hey, I think he's perfect can. for that. Oh, but and Pierce also also um just like Nick Felino, there's a connection to the past, so they're gonna give him way too much media coverage. And when he does like when he just ends up being a third line scorer, people are gonna call for Dubis's Wait, head. Jimmy, did he play for the Sioux Greyhounds? <clears throat> yes, he did. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking serious? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> dude. Oh. oh my god, dude! Now that he's with Dubis, he's finally going to score 20 goals a season. Which, by the way, I could actually see him getting at least. I could, I could see him getting 15, maybe 20. League scoring's going up. I that could see him getting 15, 20, Michael. maybe 40 assists on top of that. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a fair season maybe for uh, young even Michael. 60 Bunting. points. Yeah, <clears> exactly. He's such a weird uh, case, by the way, because he's 25 years old, but he's already a free agent, UFA free agent. I don't know. Very interesting. It might have been because Arizona didn't qualify him. I don't know. No, it's because he. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's because like he played so many pro seasons or whatever oh. in the AHL. It's really weird. It's some weird rule. I'm pretty sure oh, it's not because of that. Because oh, I'm sure dude. they would have qualified, dude. Like he he was really good for them. Yeah, Obviously, you're shooting. Arizona. That's also Arizona. That's not surprising. Well, but right now I'm super biased towards Arizona, so I can't slander them. So, unfortunately. Oh, that's right. Uh, you're, uh, yeah. It's just something about you and uh, GM's name, Bill. Mm, I love my willies. I'll tell you that. Okay, that came out wrong. All right. Um, All right, then moving on. Uh, Casey Sezikis has not signed yet, uh, but I do think he's got a connection. Yeah, if not, someone, someone's going to get a nice spot on the center. <clears throat> Boston. Oh, that's so, so, that's Dude, Paul and Sezikis have fun. I know Seattle was kicking tires on Sezikis. That's yeah, interesting. Some junior rumblings. Matter of fact, uh, whispers maybe. Murmurs. Hearing some Mur- chatter. Perhaps? Murmurs is when you really know it's uh, That's when you really know something's going on. Hey, I have a heart. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like the ground's shaking because of my rumblings that I'm hearing from my sources. <laughs> Dude, we're shifting back to Pangea right as you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, Zidane Charles still a free agent. He's gonna be forty-five in uh, he's March. Retired. He's gotta retire. Oh, he's gonna play somewhere. He's, he's going to Tampa. Seattle. 
Could you stop, imagine stop. being on the ice at the same time as Chara, Barry, Marunico? <laughs> no, and Hedman. No. Throw Hedman out there, too. No, 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 no. Guys, 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 hold up. Peep this one. On your back end, on your, on your front end, on your front end, Ross Colton, Patrick Maroon, Corey Perry, Zach Bogosian, Zidane Chara. That's right, they signed Bogosian, too. Just, oh, my God. You will not leave the ice with at least, like, two concussions. You know where Chara might go? Ooh, the Islanders. Dude, wasn't he drafted by them? Yep. Yes, the return. Oh, circle. It's twenty. Oh, it's gonna be like LeBron, later. dude. The return. The, the return. return. Let's go. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he was drafted wait. by the Islanders in 1996, 56th overall. And you know he's gonna put up elite defensive back. numbers and all that. It's gonna be great. He's gonna put up. He's gonna have a 99 war. He's gonna have a. Ryan Pollock, just watch. We're gonna play with. Yes, we're gonna play with uh, Dobson. I bet. Ryan Pollock's gonna have to learn how to skate slower. It's gonna be great. <laughs> um, oh, this is a Blackhawk signing. Jujar Kara. Fucking love it. Two years, 1.95 million. I was saying this on the live stream. Okay, yeah, two years. We have too many forwards, but worst case scenario, you have to bear that contract. Whatever. It's it's so they risk. got him for sandpaper, and I'm fine yeah. with that. And penalty kick too. It's a great. Like I kick. said, it is better. It is better to have your sandpaper guy just be an extra forward than on your second pairing or on your third pairing even. Listen, so we, much better. Our sandpaper was Jujar Kara for nine seventy five or whatever. The freaking Rangers idea for sandpaper was spending almost Barclay, close to six Goudreau million dollars on and yeah yeah did we talk about we'll talk about that after <laughs> oh yeah oh boy yeah no i love i love jujar kara signing i um it's a little weird um having again i believe the uh third player of punjabi descent to even oh, enter the so nhl cool. being on the blackhawks is a little weird but hey he signed here he wants to be here i think chicago's gonna fucking love this guy I really oh, do, dude. All the all the meathead fans are gonna love this dude. He drops all the gloves. He and plays hits. Love do something else besides hit and punch, which is nice. Yeah, you can penalty kill. That's but the Hawks literally now. need a guy like that. Like I said that last year, honestly, they needed a guy yeah. who can actually, you know, stick up for their freaking teammates. They need and, what they thought Zach Smith is, or what the you know, what yeah, people and, thought Zach Smith. And this allows you to stick Mike Hardman in the AHL all year next year, so you don't have to oh, keep him yeah. on your roster as like a heavy. Now you got Kara. So yeah, and Kara can hard actually hard. be useful in other situations. Which you I might like. even say he Kara's about the game. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Every time you make a joke, I die inside. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Jimmy, Just like, even, it's like. Jimmy, you might such even, a good Canadian dad, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, Jimmy, dude, you might even, Jimmy, you might even say to me, Jujar off the rails right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You are making me want to leave this podcast. You know what? I'm all for it. See ya. At Strom DeBrinkett just tweeted, I cannot get over the fact that Seth Jones is classified as a franchise player on my team. That's the tweet. That's all it is. It's just him saying that. Oh, God, man. This, this, this fan base is just all over the place. Oh, God. Anyways, uh, Travis Zajac uh, is still available. That, uh, that'd be a nice fourth-line signing for some teams, right? He's going to go to Colorado. Dude, yeah. Just like Garrett, every other fourth-line was like, 
Darren Helm, I think, went there. He did. Yeah. So Don Sakura. I don't understand why they signed Darren Helm, but they wouldn't go after Tatar. Like, they really need to be kicking tires in Tatar. They need to kick tires on Tatar. Need to uh, make a push. Start talks. Along with, uh, Travis Hamannick goes back to Vancouver along with the other four right-handed defensemen they signed two years, six million. I don't know what Vancouver's doing. Man, that's such a just nothing signing. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just most... Like, he's an AHL defenseman at this point. Oh, no, why, I'm not seeing this. <laughs> why, why are... In, I was... Why dude, are the was, Canucks? That's a great question. I was driving around yesterday, just going for a cruise, just going for a nice little drift in the car. And are you cruising down the street in your 6'4", jacking the uh, No, I'd like to stay out of jail, so no. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. I would. I, I prefer not to be canceled, so actually, Pierce, legally, I'd have to say no. Okay, Jimmy, but um, you know, just for that, you're canceled. Just for that, you're going to take on The Undertaker. Um... <gasps> uh, <laughs> um, but it it really hit me like this this league still is paying guys like this multiple years. Not only that, the Vancouver millions. also signed Vancouver also signed uh, Tucker Pullman four years, ten million dollars, two point five. And then fucking kidding me? That Pullman contract's Pardon. awful, bro. There's no way around yeah. it. No way, no way, no way, no way. They should have traded Rosadorov at that point. <laughs> no, seriously. He, no, he's, he's in actually... their division rival, Calgary. Oh, how are they going to Calgary! Calgary! <laughs> Calgary. Yeehaw! Where the stampede is filmed every year. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Nikita's Adorov leading the stampede. Oh, my gosh. Nikita's Adorov leading the stampede. Hell yeah, brother. I can't wait. Uh, Joe Thornton. talking to me, brother? Do you want Joe Thornton to resign with Toronto, Jimmy? Fuck no. Get him out of here. <laughs> Hater. I hope Joe Thornton goes to Tampa. I love, I want Joe Thornton to get a cup, but like, it's not going to be here. So, no. Yeah, no. why? The, why? No. I'm not gonna, <gasps> Joe Thornton should want go to Boston. That's what I've been saying. Full circle. Bro, Krejci's gone. J- Joe Thornton, David Krejci replacement? Just kidding. That's horrible spot. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be great as a third line center there, right? Like fourth line center. No, no, I just got over this. I just got over this. <laughs> Bro, he's so good on the fourth line. Did you see what he did with the Leafs? He's so good defensively, dude. He's so good defensively because he has that. He has that sandpaper. He's that sandpaper. Bro, he's I don't think he's even analytically defensively good. No. <clears throat> like there's like I've said like there are times where I realize you know like. Well, always my eye test is never going to be perfect, especially like I have. Well, mine years. is Jimmy. Maybe I have 2020 vision. Okay. Me. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. It is 2020. So, obviously, that's uh, that's you idiot. It's 2021. Good. Everything I right, see and speak is gospel. All right. <laughs> Everything you're I say. You know, you're right, Steve. I Jimmy's will hear no constructive right. criticism on my Twitter. Everything I say is right. If you disagree, exactly. follow. <laughs> <laughs> Opinions are my own and the right ones. Uh, you know who's still out there that I, no, I'm interested to see? Derek Stepan. Uh, Dominic Cahoon, I think, I think is hey, still out there. You should say teams should be <clears throat> stepping on their, their teams to get them. Am I right? Dominic Cahoon should go to New Jersey. I like that. Oh, I like that. I would go to LA and play with Ole Mata, but that's just me. Bro, yeah. hell yeah. That makes me like a fool. Mm. Oh, I, I like that. You got me on that last part. 
Uh, Joe Thornton looking at his analytics. Analytics, the stats. Funny enough, he's actually better defensively than he is offensively. <laughs> Stonks, bro. That's his even strength offense is 30. Shit. His even strength defense is 60. That's incredible. We should have kept him. He's better defensively than Cam. Stop. His assist per 60 with 79. Big guy. Dude, he was playing with fucking... He was playing with Matthews and Marner. Like, yeah, and he carried the line. He was the glue. Shut the... Mm. Oh, wasn't that Zach Hyman? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not see that uh, goalie scored against Ottawa? Oh, that's that's right. a good point. Against like, Ottawa, the powerhouse juggernaut Ottawa Senators. That reminds me of my favorite headline, or one of my favorite headlines from this season. There's always good stuff in the hockey, you know, hockey verse. Um, it was when uh, Leafs, like, Leafs are able, it was like, I think they beat the Senators. I, they either beat them or something, they lost to them. One of those two things happened, uh, possibly. And uh, the headline was something along the lines of Leafs find way to get past pesky Sens defense. Pesky <laughs> Mike Riley and Erica Branson. <laughs> I'm so glad that Joe Thornton was able to find a way past the pesky Ottawa Senators defense. <laughs> Those damn pesky Sens, I tell you what. They don't have Ben Harper. How are they pesky anymore? I don't. Are get they? It. How are they gonna? How are we gonna skate up the ice and shoot the puck in transition? Guys. Oh, did you see that he re-signed with Nashville? <laughs> Fuck, yes. Fuck yes. No, 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 hold up. I need to pull up some stats for you guys. Hold up. hold up. Keep this one. Um, Let's see. Let me see. Hmm, last year he played in Ottawa, 2018-19. Uh, Ottawa hasn't been doing too good since then, have they? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Take that, nerds. They should so, trade Eric Brandstrom to Chicago and they get Ben Harper from Nashville. Woo! Uh, yeah, I like that. The Han like from Brandstrom, the trade is yes, one for sir. one. Yes, sir. Yes, Yes! Dude, okay, I'm sorry, but, like, do you think Brandstrom is, like, hashtag acquirable? I think he is, especially with Ottawa. Dude, that, that's, that's tough. That's so tough. And he's good. He really is good. I don't know why he's not getting more chances in Ottawa. 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 I, I, I think it's – is it DJ Smith? I've heard DJ, DJ Smith yeah, is a big fan of uh... Dude, come to Chicago. Dude, wouldn't he be perfect? He's he's perfect for what they need. Young yeah. left-hand defenseman, so much upside. Oh my God, man! Imagine you develop into the point you're able to develop him, and you have Branstrom Bodan as your one-two on the left side. Man, um, and, uh, fifths and pots so for candy and nuts. Jones. Well, shit, they might be candy and nuts. Who knows, man? He's still out there. I mean, who wouldn't like a a shiny, not injured, well, uh, only slightly injured this season, uh, Calvin Dahan? Hey, he might not get injured for half the season. He might only get injured for a quarter of the season. He might play sixty plus games. It might even be a boat. Hey, yeah. I know you guys like Taylor Hall. I'm pretty sure Calvin DeHaan's got his boating license, so uh, that's got to be yeah. worth something. And yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm going to start the branch from the Chicago train. I started that you a did? long time ago. I'm hopping on that shit because that kid is sick. I'm the conductor all aboard. Um, all right, 
we're almost we're almost through all the signings. Uh, well, at least the top fifty ones that don't include Jake well, McCabe, by the way. But don't worry, that's because he's in a special class of his own. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't need to be. He doesn't deserve to be around these schmucks. Exactly. Um, exactly. Goski to the Minnesota Wild, <laughs> one year, five million dollars. That is a weird one. Does not fit their system at all. I, yeah, I just an, don't get it. That's an odd one. Uh, at least it's only one year, I guess. But uh, if yeah. I were Minnesota, I would have simply acquired Jack Eichel. I would use my cap space better. But you know, they're in our division. I like seeing Central Division teams kind of screw themselves over. So you know what? Good signing for Minnesota, I suppose. Um, we kind of talked about this already. Alexander Wedberg to the Kraken, three years, thirteen point five million dollars. Um, I think I think this is a good signing. He really found his game last year in Florida. Um, I think he had a high shooting percentage, but I still think he can be like a solid like middle six center for them. So yeah, Pierce, that's and, great and, breaking news. Uh, Buffalo Sabres have signed for Ryan McKinnis to a one-year contract worth seven hundred. Stop the breaking the news that we're getting today. Stop Holy shit, we are just lucky. Oh my god. Wow. Breaking oh news during the podcast, and the biggest one of all, Ryan McInnes, related to Al, maybe? I don't know. I don't think he is, but... I'm going to get on that. Let me check my sources. Hold up. Check my sources, sources being elite related. This is very important. Oh, boy. All right, I'm getting some rumblings of entry elite prospects. Is there murmurs? Is there chatter? Uh, whispers? Father is Al McInnes! Wow. He's 25 years old. He is a center in left wing. He is 6'4", 201 pounds. He's 6'4", he's and 200 pounds. That man has to be a string bean. Holy yeah. shit. Let me see. Well, you know what, Pierce? I know who I need the Hawks going after now. Ryan McKinnis. Oh, my God, that voice crack. Um, Derek Forbert to Boston three times three, nine million dollars. Uh... Not a huge fan of this signing, but you know what? It's Boston. They can you get, get two, away. I guess. You get one. Everyone gets one. No. Everyone gets three. You get Coyle and you get, you get each. You get one on four. You get one on the back end. It's all good. Yeah. He and Kevin Miller will be a fun pairing. I think he's hard, didn't he? Kevin did he? Miller. I'm pretty sure he did, yeah. I don't fucking know. Right. He was young. Uh, him and Jonathan Bernier to the New Jersey Devils to your $8.25 million for oh, professional. Yeah, he, he retired. Mm. Wow. Uh, I actually like the signing for the Devils. It's only two years. Jonathan Bernier has been really good on a very crappy Red Wings team. And you're probably going to see a bit of the same on New Jersey, albeit not as bad. So I do like that signing for them. Yeah, Kevin Miller. Uh, so with Blackwood. I think that's really good. His yeah, career racked by like devastating knee injury suffered in April 2019, announced his retirement Wednesday. Although my spirit for the game is there, uh, unfortunately my body isn't. So. Oh, that's, that sucks. Yeah, it wasn't even like like I like I had said if it was like concussions and he wants to walk out, like I it sucks, but like I you know I understand that, but like this is where there's just no way like he with so, something like that you just know you with your brain you can kind of second guess it. But Don't when your so when your body like bigger things in hockey. Yeah, you can fucking tell. All right. Pierce, uh, getting down sorry. to the last Pierce. getting down to the last two. Uh, Matias Janmark looks like he resigned in Vegas. He is he did, yeah. Great. Yeah. I, I think he fit in well with Vegas. I think that's good for him. Hell, it's He's only one year, so even if he gets traded, he was only gonna be there one year anyway. So Pierce, listen, buddy. Listen, when you, pal. When you, a, when you need a when you need a first line center. Don't look any farther than Matias Yanmark. One of the only three players to score a hat-trick in Game 7, I might yeah. add. Uh, 
Joel Kijeronto and Wayne Gretzky who? I only know the TSA. I'm sorry, listen. I'm pretty sure Wayne Gretzky was a 1C. Um, so uh, getting the guy in the same conversation as him, um, I'm not sure where you go wrong with that. I, I, I just dumbfounded by this right now. Wow. <laughs> I know. He's insane, right? Because Matias Yamark is just another class of himself than, Wayne, than that bum schmuck Wayne Gretzky. All right, Pierce, hit us with the last one. Uh, former Maple Leaf for a brief second, David Riddick to the Nashville Predators one year one point two five million. Have fun with that. Well, it's Nashville. They have their 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 goalie coaches are. Hey, Soros. If only they had the same for forwards. Am I right, gentlemen? <laughs> yeah, you'd think. They're so deep at forward, bro. They have Nick Cousins. What are you talking about? Yeah, they got a fucking. They got they, they got tenors and no. That's right. They have Yakov Trenin. Yakov Trenin. Jacob Trent's fun, though. Tanner Janot is also fun. Jacob is a fun fourth liner. Hmm? He's their junior um, character. So that's it for the UFA signings. Uh, mostly all the big ones are signed. The the ones that are left are kind of just like meh, guys. Um, on to yeah. RFAs. Uh, no one is really signed yet. Patrick Liney obviously took his one year $7.5 million. I like that he's betting on himself. Uh, I guess I'll take my seven point five million call oh, offer. Oh, I guess oh, I'll take my seven point five million dollars. Yeah, whatever. Fine. Oh, Asplund is back. It's in not Buffalo. even the biggest signing. Wait, by Buffalo Columbus. made another move. Yeah, wow. Buffalo made another move. They have re-signed. They're like, they're like, my God, the PJ's cast is recording that right now. We gotta make our big moves now. Yeah, we gotta get. Our, we gotta get on the big air. We gotta get yeah. on big air time, dude. Yeah, um, Rasmus Asplund. I believe he was a second round pick a few years back. Uh, two-year contract, a twenty-five per. Um, that's actually a solid signing. Yeah. Uh, Philip Heedle, uh Speaking of uh, teams from the New York area, Philip Heedle <laughs> was signed with the Rangers, two years, four point six million dollars. Good contract. Um, Philip Heedle, a noted um, destroyer of Yoki Haru's career. Uh, Holy good shit! Good thing he isn't on our team anymore. Crappy defenseman, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank God we have uh, the, the guy we traded for, who's who's uh, definitely better. Um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Columbus was locking everyone up. They got yeah, like we haven't even got to Zach Wierenski yet. Um, Wierenski got locked up. Tessier got locked. He's making up. more. He's making more than uh, Seth Jones. Yeah, Jenner got locked up. Um, they're locking up their core pieces. Uh, Jake Bean signed too. Yeah, Jake Bean got a three-year extension. That was a good deal. Yeah, like two point two three, I think, or something like that. Yeah, two point three three. It's a good deal. Um. I like everything that Columbus is doing right now. Yeah, I thought they were going to trade Wierenski, but it's good that they finally kept a star. Yeah, and anyone that says that's an overpay, that's what you pay to stay in Columbus. So mm-hmm. It's like kind of like Toronto. If you're going to play in that kind of city, like albeit for different reasons, like you've got to pay extra. This isn't like Tampa or like Vegas, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the New York. I want to talk about the New York Rangers because what they've been doing this offseason is just they. Uh, you signed Barclay Goutreau. To a six-year deal, you trade for Ryan Reeves. We were kind of talking about this before the podcast, but it's so clear that uh, Tom Wilson just owns a cottage at the lake in uh, James Dolan's head. I don't even think it's like Chris oh, it's, it's, it's James. I, Dolan. It's James Dolan. Like it's it, Chris Drury's a yes man. He's probably taking all the orders from him. It's it's so clear that it's him. Dude, James Dolan needs to go back to tampering with the Knicks because this is ridiculous. <laughs> no, like, he's he is in one. Fails like in, well in many fail swoops has just completely, completely destroyed the Rangers like their trajectory. It's disgusting. 
I don't think he's destroyed it, but like it's really like they've kind of like what's the word like hampered it, I guess. Like sidelined it. Or side yeah, it. I feel yeah. like they. I feel like they could have done a lot better this this off season. But dude, it's what you didn't need to do. You didn't need to get Barkley Goudreau and give him six years. You didn't, like literally the Andrew Shaw contract. Yeah. They literally gave him the Andrew Shaw contract. Like I'm pretty sure to the dollar in the term. Like that, Close that to it. Yeah, did not need to do that. Did not need to do that. But the one other way to do it. You did not need to, and you'll get into this, I believe. Uh, you did not need to trade a third-round pick to get Ryan Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. Pierce, you want to talk about that one? <sighs> well, he's he's back with uh, Gerard Gallant. All I can say is it's Tom Wilson. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. That Bro. one game, that one single game changed the course it's, of that franchise. It's that, and it's the fact that every time they played the Islanders, they got shut out like 5 nothing. Like... I know mm-hmm. when they took over, that was like a big thing in the presser. They were saying they, they needed to gear up to face the Islanders more, which is not the way you should be building a hockey team. No, no, you shouldn't be. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, but you shouldn't be building your hockey team to be one team. You should be building your hockey team to win, you know? Like, Let's put it this difference. way. When Stan when Stan Bowman eventually gets fired, I want Jeff Gordon as the next GM. Oh God! Because wow, at least that guy an, knows how to rebuild. And that's an example that of let your hockey guys do your do their thing. Like John Davidson and Jeff Gordon were doing so many great things, and look what John Davidson is doing in Columbus already. now. Yeah, already. already, and he just signed back with them this off season. Dylan, I was that hit my mind yesterday. The the possibility of Gordon in Chicago. Oh, I, he just that, man. chills, man. Good. Chills. Because he's working with ESPN right now, but I can't imagine he stays there more than a year. Oh, he's going to get a spot that opens up later. And, like, I know we always talk about don't hire the same 37 hockey men or whatever, but this is one of the hockey men that probably shouldn't have been fired. No, he's one of the five that are actually great at their jobs. Yeah. I don't care if he got gift wrapped into two top two picks or whatever. It doesn't matter. Look what else he's done. Look the offseason, though. Look who he's drafted. Adam Fox for, like, a second-round pick or something. You got a a Norris Trophy winner for a second-round pick. Yeah. But that's also college players in New York. Yeah, that's true. But 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 he's also drafted very well. Look at the other yeah. trades he's made. I'm not trying to say that's like he brought in Artemi well, Panarin. Of course, is a great pick, and that was like late first round. And he's apparently that's a piece they're still not willing to give up even for Eichel. So Pierce, Pierce, I didn't know he was the guy on ESPN because we were watching the draft, and I was like, who's this guy on the right? I'm not really in, like he's not Looks really like, that good. Uh, Tyson Joe signed a two year contract, and by the way, that's because he should be in a front oh, office and not on TV. Sorry. No, yeah, he's, he's, not a, he's not a TV guy, and that's fine. He's very clearly a front office guy. Uh, but J- Jost is in Colorado, right? He's just resigning. Ooh, ooh, yeah, he's so cute, don't you know? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> At least oh, he's on no. Chicago. I'm okay yeah. with that. He was, on the first, he was on the first power play over Brandon Saw. You remember that? Oh, that was that was sickening. Oh, <laughs> that was. Oh, what that was. Anyways. Uh. Um, yeah, like we've seen this a couple, like this New York is not the only example of uh, owners getting in the way and not letting hockey men do their thing. Carolina is another example. Um, I felt they could, I felt they could have done a lot. I thought they could have done a lot more with their off season, but I just felt like uh, Tom Dundon getting in the way, signing, not signing Dougie Hamilton. I think the last offer they gave Dougie Hamilton was 6.25 per for eight years, which is just insulting. Dylan, we talk a lot about like studio interference with movies and such. This is literally just that to the max. Yep. Yep. This is the this is Spider Man three level shit. This is, no, this is Justice League level shit, bro. What Justice the hell? Actually, Justice League. Got to get it right. Like, get your grimy paws off my hockey team, honestly. Seriously. Like, 
gosh. Get your hands off my entertainment projects. Just handle the money side. Let these people that have been in the business forever do their thing. They yeah, it's exactly right. Just let these people. At the end of the day, you know what I mean. Yeah, just let these people who are here because of nepotism do their thing. I completely agree. Damn, somebody says it. Exactly. Uh, I'll speak for myself. I'm a noted fan of nepotism. Noted nepotism lover, Jimmy Morrow. I'm going to pick that by uh, my Twitter handle. Take it to the camera. Noted nepotism lover. (laughs) Just break the Twitter uh, handle limit and just put noted nepotism lover. I can get it in there somewhere. No, I'll make it my name, my username. I can get it in there. Sounds good. Sounds good, brother. You know what I just remembered, Pierce? Hmm. You know, Corey Perry, he didn't really start scoring as much until he started using Josh Anderson's uh, new stick, which is actually the new JetSpeed uh, FT4 Pro. Um, so I feel like we really need to bring back this uh, this uh, dialogue about hockey gear. Do you agree? I feel like you're a big fan of this conversation. Sorry, my, uh, my computer kind of cut out. Can you repeat that? Um, no, I think I'm okay. No, well, it sucks that I missed out whatever you're talking about. must have been really important. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's Okay. Didn't didn't hear whatever. But uh, next topic. Um, <laughs> uh, no, watch this Friday. <laughs> yeah, now watch this drive, boys. Now watch this, no, drive. Watch this drive. We got um, it. end this, this though, do we want to talk maybe at least a little bit about um? Just kind of where the Hawks are in terms of their roster, maybe we'll be. No, think, we didn't even uh, talk about Jake McCabe. <laughs> no, yeah, no, let's talk about him. Let's talk about him, Jake McCabe. Uh, we, we all we all liked it, obviously. We hate it. Why would we? Okay, do that? that's great. We should have kept Nikita Zadorov. We should have signed Sena to Zdeno Chara. Like, come on, what a stamble! Oh, we have Seth Jones. We're fine. Fire stamble, man. No, but I love this. I love this signing. Obviously, I've been on this. You've been saying this for how how long? We this is the kind of defenseman you need. Exactly, exactly, and the left side isn't saved by any means, but it's that no, much still better. A lot of work it's it. that really much helpful. better though. Calvin DeHaan is not going to be healthy for a full season. He's not going to be. I was going to say, like Calvin DeHaan, I'm like they should try find a way to try to trade him. But the thing is, it's one year left. He's probably not going to play a full season anyway. So even if like he's he's going to get injured. Guys well, they've like got Jones, an LTIR. Yeah, Jones, Stillman, even Bodan, and guys like that are going to get their chance. Honestly, I think Bodan, they'll put him in the AHL. But yeah, yeah, Bodan and Mitchell are getting top pair minutes in Rockford next year. Yeah, that's just almost guaranteed. You put yeah. those two together and make that your second pairing in the future. Chills. Yeah. Chills. Absolute chills. The one thing I really like about the McCabe signing is it's been a long time since like a guy has willingly wanted to come to Chicago this long. And the fact yep. that he's been he spent his last five off seasons in Chicago, he's worked out at Fifth Third Bank Arena and stuff. Yeah, his but, his wife is from I think Downers Grove and his uh child was also born in Chicago as well. Dude, like, I am right by his wife. That's so yeah. cool. It's nice to have a guy that wants to be here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially with everything going on. It's just it's it's it's, nice. it's 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 a, it's a a breath of fresh air as they would say even Seriously, a fresh air yeah. i really air. hope you can play a full 82 it's not really possible to get a breath of fresh air in the windy city but hey close <laughs> Wind all the time, am I right? It's Santa? polluted, anyways. Um, <laughs> it's not that, that, that too. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I've I I like like you guys too. I absolutely love this. Um, do we is Don going to be 
the second pairing defenseman. He is, isn't he? Probably, but then he's going to get injured the first game. So I want McKinnon yeah. and I want Dahan with Jones if he's going to be there. So, Do you really want Dahan with Jones? Are you sure about that? Yeah, because Calvin Dahan can just sit back and be a defensive defenseman and Seth Jones can go do Seth Jones things. That's fine. I, like I've said before, I really I really do think that Dahan can b- bounce back. Like I know the injuries and all that, but I think when he plays, he'll be okay. Like He's been better that – He's been better more times than he hasn't. Like I, I don't he was think great in 1920. Just he, oh, he was so good. In, he was good in the bubble and everything. And then this year rolled around and he just kind of fell off a cliff. And like we gotta take into consideration maybe there's some personal stuff at like it's so yeah. hard to get mad at players this year for having an off year because of just all the circumstances regarding COVID, not seeing family and all that. Yeah, I and I've thought yes. about this. I, I really like with myself, I, I really want to be better about like, you know, like you gotta give these guys credit you know mm-hmm. like they, there's so much more they're humans just like us mitch mar is the only person i don't care about because that man is just like is... <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> sorry he lives in my head i bro he has a at the someone like that head. i will be very critical of because it's clearly somebody who is very like White collar is not a problem. You can be white collar. Like, I want to work white collar jobs when I get older. There's white collar, and then there's, like, white collar. Like, he's spoiled, rich, enabled. There's a complete difference. Yeah, like, yeah. But, uh, so Marner, everybody obviously can bully him. That's obviously what I'm saying. It's Um, some marinara sauce. Mitch Mitch the bitch, am I right? (laughs) I think he got married. Definitely happens. Yeah, he got engaged. Got married. Like got married. Well, he got has married. that on me and money and playing in the NHL. So yeah. got married today. Uh, love to see it. Uh, I definitely uh, can't wait to uh, expose his uh his list of players he thinks are lazy to the entire team. Uh, I just think it's good for his progress. Let's now see. watch this, ready? Yep, 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 yep. Um, All right, so <laughs> it's about time, Pierce, that we look at Calvin DeHaan's. Sure, Jake I wanted to, I wanted to go, go back to I wanted to go back to Jake McCabe, and not only. Schmitty brought up the fact it's it's so nice to have someone sign in Chicago that wants to be there, but also that it's not even like he took a huge contract. Like I I don't think he took a pay cut, but I don't think he like took a bunch of like I just I felt like he got paid what he's worth four times four. Everyone's saying it's too mm-hmm. much, and I genuinely don't understand no. what they're talking about. I don't get it. I'm sorry. I really don't. And what the contract takes him till he's I think thirty one. He had one big injury. Latest. He had one big yeah. injury. By the way, Pierce, uh, Calvin DeHaan was in the 73rd percentile for even strength defense. That doesn't surprise me. Like, Paul Dave dropped it 68. I mean, here's the thing. I think he'll, he could bounce back. I really do. I, I, I do too. In I the do. right position. Is he, he going to be part of this right team for the future? No, but he's a stopgap. He's going to help out. He's not going to play a full yeah. 82 games, but the games that he does play, he's going to help out. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to talk myself more like more off of the, oh, we need to get rid of Calvin DeHaan. We need to get rid of Calvin DeHaan. He's no. fine. He's if you can, it's kind of what it's just kind of whatever with him, just wherever he is. Like if he gets traded, fine. If he plays, fine. Just he's the kind of guy where he has decent statistics and the eye test he isn't passed on nearly as much. But he's but you look like you said you find there's a middle ground there, right? There's things there's a lot of things you see and you notice that he doesn't do well, and there are a lot of things that you don't notice that he does well. So, you know, like just meet in the middle with it. He's fine. He's fine. He's a fine second pairing guy. He probably would be fine with Jones, like uh, like Schmitty said. So just no. just keep him there. Just keep him there. Yeah. It's fine. Maybe the left side isn't as bad as we think it is. It's fine. Could it be improved? Absolutely, but it's oh, yeah, it's definitely better than it was last year. It's fine. It's whatever. It's Low fine. bar though. <laughs> 
Exactly. Yeah. There's you can't really get any worse. And I mean, Kalinic on the bottom. Yeah, I, I don't mind this. I don't mind this. I think this is an average defense, and I'm much, much more okay with average just compared to what we saw last. My year. concern is the guy who's running that defense. Jeremy yeah. Clawson. The yeah. clock, the clock mm-hmm. has got to start ticking on this guy because there's for maybe the first time in his career, there's legitimate pressure to make the playoffs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He he cannot fuck this up. I mean, you don't trade for Seth Jones, acquire Mark Andre Fleury, and Tyler Johnson to not make the playoffs. You don't and trade also, first round and also, exactly, that's another thing. You don't trade your first. Yeah, round sorry to interrupt you there. If you don't just, want to make the playoffs, just that light bulb just burst in my head. Like, yeah. oh my god! Like they yeah. need, they can't mess this up. Like I'm so horrified of that. I'm horrified at the possibility that they don't make the playoffs, and this pick becomes like. Like an eight, a seven. Like you, you cannot do that. You cannot do that. Like regardless of what's going on with that organization right now, off the ice, there's pressure on the ice just from a pure hockey perspective for yeah. Bowman and Colleton to get something done. If they and if they don't make the playoffs this year, I think they get fired. They should be fired already, both of them really. But that's a different story. Um, yeah, there's. I have no. I have no concerns with the offensive flurry stays. I have no concern with, with the goaltending. The big thing is going to be the de- the defense. How is Seth Jones going to perform? I think Jake McCabe is going to be fine. But then I think Connor Murphy is going to be fine. That's always you know like money in the bank that those guys are going to do well. It's just how are these? How is uh, Riley Stillman going to do in a third pairing role playing a full year? How is uh, Wyatt Callum not going to do? Because he's probably going to be in there as well. I imagine Bowden and Mitchell oh, are going to be in the NHL. Are you going to sign another defenseman like? I kind of think of the Yanni Hockenpah signing. That would have been a good signing for Chicago. Maybe not at three years, I think, whatever he got. But like, if they got him at one or even two years, that would have been fine. Two years, but, I think it would have been great. Stop yeah. Um, yeah, just kind of as a stopgap, a legitimate right-handed shot defense instead of paying like, Kalanick off on his offside. But, oh. Man, oh, man. You got to think that Kalina plays in the top four, right? Like, no. Kalina could be. No. Cabe Jones? No? No, my Cabe and DeHaan are the top four defensemen right now. And then when DeHaan's gone, it's going to be Jones or Stillman. Yeah. 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 Maybe Kalanick, but like right, as of as it is right now, he's not in the top. I would much rather have Kalanick on the third pair and let him do what he does great at, which is yeah. basically jump in the transition. And, and just and just let Stillman floor. stay back. But can you shoot the puck yeah. in that transition? No, that's right. We got to get Ben Harper. That's who we should have gone. Um, yeah. Yeah. See, like, uh, Jimmy, that joke works for everyone except Wyatt Kalanick because all of his goals came in transition last year. Did he he leave rookie defenseman in in goal scoring last year? I'm pretty sure. And he only played like 14 games or 19 (laughs) games or something. That's sick. That's sick, man. He sniped one on Vasilevsky. He got uh, one in Columbus. He got one, I don't know. Did he shoot one off the blocker, like dribble in or something like that? He like a really. Oh, he's had some stinkers. He had one against Detroit, which was a good give and go. Yeah. Stevie has entered the building. <laughs> no! Fierce, I just saw your text. <laughs> We're Schmitty, your time was Schmitty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Saying like it's a bathroom. That's a great thing. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I kind of, I'm, I'm interested to hear your guys' like how you would run the defense. I feel like we're kind of on the same page, but I just kind of want to hear what you guys think about it because, uh, up here, so I want Stillman with Jones. They need that sandpaper with Jones. So um, I think we're in disagreement, my friend. We should have taken his uh, brother. God damn you, New Jersey, for doing that. Was it Corey? No, it's uh, dad. <laughs> That's his dad's name. Nah, yeah, that was his dad, Corey Stillman. Chase, Chase Stillman. Back to back Stanley Cup champion with two different teams, by the way, Tampa and Carolina. Wait, really? Oh, cool. Yeah. Tampa and 04. Oh, Riley's about to do that with uh, both Riley's Alberta to... teams in the Cup final, no less. 
Speaking of Albertan teams, though, Pierce, I'm pretty sure that uh, Stillman's about to, Riley Stillman's about to do that with Chicago and then Calgary next year. It's going to be insane. Or Edmonton, dude. He's going he's gonna to oh. play with Duncan Keith and just win the Conn Smythe. Yeah, he's just going to win it. He's just going to simply win it. Good for him. But from the defensive pairings, I kind of agree. Like, I think DeHaan starts with Jones. Uh, inevitably, when DeHaan gets injured, they'll put Caleb Jones in there to play with Jones, I think. Um, then McCabe and Murphy will be the second pairing. That just makes sense. They'll probably That's probably your best shutdown pairing since Odia, Jalmerson, or at least the closest you've gotten to it since then. And I think your third pairing will be Stillman, Kalanick. Uh Yeah, I, I really wonder if the Blackhawks maybe take a look at signing a, just kind of like a veteran right-handed defenseman for one year kind of thing under a million. I don't know, but as it is, it's okay. It's just... I, it's more so I don't trust the coach, you know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't trust that. No, I'm done with Carlton. I've been done with Carlton for years. You've been worried. You'll be gone after this year's contracts up. So, no, well, I will say this: I still think he should be in the HL right now. They 100% rushed him. That's also another thing on Stan Bowman, but he also hasn't done himself any favors either. Exactly. Uh, rush Carlton? Yeah, no, that's completely on Bowman. I hear rushed. I think of uh, Boakfist as my reactionary. And left where where that's gone. He's not here anymore. Hopefully that's the same Carlton. Um, offense. I'm I'm curious to hear what you guys think about the offense because I really I really like the idea of a Kubalik, uh, Taves, Johnson. I, I imagine that'll be the second line now. I, I think to bring in Doc and Kane will take over as the first line, but I really do like the idea as a Kubalik, uh, Taves and uh, Johnson on the second line. I love. I know a lot of people were were kind of crapping on the Tyler Johnson trade, but I love it just because you can put Tyler Johnson anywhere in any situation. You can put him as your third line center. You can put him on the wing. I, I really like that. So I just like a couple days ago was starting to think because the, the, the way Bowman's building his forward core, it seems like he wants to keep Strom. So yeah, you can sigh all you want, Jimmy. I don't care, but um. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, all right, well, here, just fire off your forward core. Champ. I'm a hater, okay? I'm a hater. Yeah, yeah I want to drive off negativity. No, I just feel like you can let Henrik Borgstrom or Kurishev have that role, and they probably do better for, like, entry-level contracts. No, I agree. He's kind of out of place, but at the same time, That's I guess... Dylan, I don't think you're, like, dumb for saying that or no, something. I, I feel like I have an actual way this lineup could work with Strom if you would let me listen, if you would listen, but... Go ahead, like, buddy. Let's you, let's literally, you literally go... You Alright, so the one line that I think could work perfectly is with Taves, is you put Kubelik, Taves, and Kurashev together. You put, sure. a play, you put a playmaker with Taves and Kubelik, that's your top line. Your second line is either Doc, Kane, and Johnson, or it's Doc, Kane, and Hagel. It depends on what kind of energy you want with those two players, but I think you get a guy who can get the puck for Doc and Doc and Kane to start working in space. Then you put on your third line. It doesn't even have to be a third line. It doesn't It doesn't matter how you deploy these lines. Debrinket, Strom, Borgstrom, or something like that. Like I think you put Borgstrom in a spot with Debrinket and Strom to where he's going to be the third facilitator on that line. You have to find a way to make these contracts work, and we know Debrinket can play with basically anyone. I'm not saying he needs to be glued to Strom. I'm just saying there's a world where they can run three lines where Taves, Kane, and Debrinket are each on a different line, and they all have options. And I feel like that might be better for the regular season for the Blackhawks what rather than stacking their top six. 
and then your bottom six is a bunch of question marks. And then you have guys like Strom in the third line who probably won't be able to perform with those guys. So if you're trying to maximize all your assets, that's how I would run the top nine. But knowing them, they're going to go Kubalik, Taves, Hagel, Doc, Kane, Kubalik. And then they'll do Johnson, Borgstrom. uh, I don't even know. Probably Nylander or Strom. And then the fourth line's like Goddad, Carpenter, and like Hagel. I don't know. Like they literally could be like we've seen what Carlton does with the lines. They make no sense at all. So. That's the thing. I just think he was. I think he was onto something at the end of last year. Yeah, I just really feel like Colton was onto something at the end of last year if he would have kept Suter with Debrinket and Strom because that line was looking very nice. And I just think if you put that like a guy like Borgstrom on that wing with Debrinket and Strom could give you a different kind of depth that this lineup hasn't seen. Yeah, who do you who do you want with Doc and Kane? I want either Tyler Johnson or Brandon Hagel. It really just depends on who you want with. You can put Johnson with DeBrinken and Strom too, and then you put Borkstrom with Kane and Doc, and you just put full skill. Ooh, like I actually like that a like, lot. You know, like you, like I, I think there's a way where the Hawks need to spread out their top nine, not just stack their top six. Yeah, no, but definitely because you have this many options. Like absolutely, yeah. you can. I like me, your idea that you just take you take two top level players, Taves and Kubalik, Doc Kane. Stroman Debrinkit, Stroman not necessarily a top level player, but when he plays with Debrinkit, he's very good. And you just add these little these complementary pieces. That's how you, and that's how you end up building a championship team, as we all know. Yeah, and so, obviously if right yeah, it, it, and obviously like if they get rid of Strom, that's fine. Then you obviously have way more roster space to maybe put a Borgstrom just in a full Reichel. third line center role now. Reichel, Reichel maybe gets a look now. Like oh, Godet so might get a bigger look in the top nine then if you get rid of Strom. Nylander will still get a bigger look in the top That's nine. Like, I think we're really... Another line that could work is Nylander Kane. Like That would be kind of sick. If Nylander can finally learn how to skate faster than 10 miles per hour, that could be disgusting. Yeah, so I think honestly, the, the perfect situation for Nylander this year is he needs to be able yeah. to he, he was good on the fourth line the first year he was in Chicago when he was the facilitator. Oh, my mind. So put him with a guy like Gaudet in the fourth line, have Carpenter oh. there, go chase the puck in clear space, maybe a guy like Kara down there too. The Hawks as are going to as, as long as you have a guy who can play well defensively at center, like I think Carpenter would be a great option. Mm-hmm. I, I've always thought Carpenter's better than Camp anyways, and he, yeah, he is. Carpenter or Kara, like it's fine. Dude, mm-hmm. yeah. There you go, and the, I'm sure some nights they'll put in Kara for Goddad. All we need is Ryan, yeah. architectural designer. I agree with that, Jimmy. Oh my God, Ryan, architectural designer. Fun. Yeah, well, get him out there. Um, yeah, Carpenter, Goddad, Nylander. I do like that. I do that like that a lot. Uh, and Whistle, I think you can see there too. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking too. Like, you're gonna have like a line of guys you could probably call up in the AHL to at least yeah. see what they got. Like, I have yeah. to imagine if injuries happen, we're gonna that's see it. Evan Barrett at some point. This that year. was exactly even if it's a, for a game, we're gonna see him just to see what he see what he brings to this team. Yeah, that's the thing with this forward core this year. Bowman's gonna have a lot of he's got a lot of question marks, and he's mm-hmm. gonna be able to figure out which pieces he wants to keep going forward. Because that's yeah. basically what this offseason is. He's got a yeah. bunch of forwards on one year deals. And he's got his back end basically locked up. He wants to see what forwards he wants to keep going forward. These are literally these are all show me's for these guys. Like Goddard, Nylander, Borgstrom, six seven yeah. guys. Yeah, that, it's a proven. And none of them are signed long term at all. The most I oh, think I, term is Tyler Johnson, who you acquired. It's not like you signed him. Is a sweetener exactly. or like as a you know it's a, sort of a cap dump for Tampa Bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing I want to you're all forgetting up. about Brett Connolly, my friends. Uh, no, he's buried. <laughs> you know, for sure. 
Um, what I wanted to say, like, it makes a, like, okay, say what you want about the PS Shooter signing in Detroit. I think that's a great signing for them, but there were just, there's just, with all the trades and even Fords they had before they were making, it just didn't make any sense to keep them, yeah. really, like, at least from that standpoint. You like, would have had to get rid of Strom and yeah, someone else. Yeah. If they didn't re-sign Gaudet, that maybe would have given me hope, yeah. but it's clear that's the kind of I can of at least understand that, like. It would have been nice to keep Suter, but at the same time, I'm not losing sleep over it. I can understand. Oh yeah, it. no. It, it, I get same it from with David Camp. I get it from Bowman's standpoint with Suter. Suter played most of the year with Kane. Like Kane has that tendency to just kind of overperform players. And I saw like a couple of analytics charts that basically compared what he did this year with the Hawks to what Anisimov used to do with Kane and Panarin on that line, where he's yeah. just that third guy kind of pushing the play. Yeah, gets it, was the kinda, it was the middle guy between Debrinkin and Kane. Yeah. Yep. Did 100%. anybody? Did anybody? Um, crunch the numbers on uh, what Suter was like without Kane? No. Uh, no, I didn't crunch the numbers. I would love, love Suter, but I would also like to see what that looked like. Cause I have a yeah, what's he going to do? What's he going to do in Detroit now? I know yeah. he has very good chemistry with Patuzzi and Fabry from yeah, Junior. They played, yeah, they played with the golf storm of the OHL together. Yeah. Way well, back when. <laughs> so, hey, hopefully that works out there. Hopefully it works out for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... Um, this is from Dmitry Filipovich um, about David Krejci. The two postseason runs in 2011 and 2013 for David Krejci, where they made the Stanley Cup final twice and won one. 47 games, 21 goals, 27 assists, 45 e5 points on the ice for 47 goals for 25 goals against that 5e5. Stud. Like playoff performer. What a beauty. It's exactly what, what you want. Beauty. In a, in a oh my god. <clears throat> just, I'm glad he got a cup too. But yeah, holy shit, Addison no, 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 Ray is in something. Let's go. Boston yeah. finally won something. Eh? Hell yeah, dude! Addison Ray is gonna be in a thing again that she doesn't deserve to be in. Anyways, now watch this, ready? Yeah. Now watch this drive. Now watch this drive. Um, drive to left field by Castellanos. I don't know if I'll be putting on this headset again. That's <laughs> a four old ball game. What was the uh Oh my god, and there's a deep drive in the left field by Castellanos. <laughs> Is that how it starts? Oh my god, What's man. What's the meme with like every tragedy that happens that he shows up for yeah. every game? <laughs> every time someone dies or passes away or saying some like heartfelt things, Castellanos just hits an absolute piss missile. And the two times he's done it, he's hit he's hit it to the exact same spot against the exact same team. It's actually That's hilarious. Incredible. So I don't know, do you guys have anything else to talk about? Like there's been minor trades, like I think what was it, Mitchell Stevens got traded to Tampa or to sorry to Detroit for like a sixth round pick. I saw him uh, score a goal in person once upon a time. Against Chicago? No, I was against Vancouver. I went to that like nine two game a couple years ago. Are you uh were you scouting? Yeah, I saw the Carter Verhage. I believe his his one of his only career NHL hat tricks now. It's very first. Listen, Bill Zito saw that in him and he was like, Shit, if he could do that in the fourth I'm round, convinced Barkov. Yeah, man. Yeah, but sure. I got nothing else to say. It's been a long show. Yeah, I I agree with you. Oh, two hours, Jesus. Yeah, no. I think I'm I think I'm good, yeah. Over that. Um, I do want to shout out some uh, people though, because I do feel like there's been like a lot of negatives. Like this has been so hard doing a podcast these past like, couple months with yeah. all the 
like just personal stuff for all the Blackhawks news and I just want to shout out some people like always I will always shout out Black Girl Hockey um, yes. support them take the Get Uncomfortable pledge uh, donate money to them I'm gonna um, do that right now. Shit, keep supporting to. keep supporting uh, minorities in hockey hey. like uh, I want to shout out the Wing Wheel podcast we've had on Brad Crisco before they have a uh, event organized with the Detroit Red Wings to do like a like a night like where they go to a hockey game they do a podcast and uh, they're doing like a meetup like which is so cool for them I'm so glad Um, I want to shout out a hockey nuisance Gabby Um, she's (laughs) someone I don't know if you follow her but uh, she does a lot of things like she brings up a lot of uh, stuff about things that have been like negative things that have been happening in hockey bring it to light and I I've seen all the stuff she's retweeted and stuff, um, and it's like it's 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 really like it sucks to read, but it also educates you like how hockey is such a uh, just like a white sport, like white male <laughs> sport. Like there's just, just so much to it. Like there's like so, there's always a history of like this hockey culture, but there's also at the same time there's so much uh, other people doing great work again, like Black Girl Hockey. Um, there's hockey indigenous. There's just so many other people doing positive uh, stuff. And I saw that she's going back to school, so you can uh, support her or whatever. Like you can send her money to help out her out of school. That's just one person I wanted to shout out. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's it for me. Yeah, it's been a long podcast. We went through all the free agent signings and the trades. Uh, or we're it's almost it. We're almost done for the season. It's bittersweet. I've had a lot of fun. It was. Bringing on Schmitty was the best decision we've made. I love having Schmitty on. The 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 energy he brings, the pa- the passion he brings, the passion. Yeah, like it was great with Jimmy before, but just like adding Schmitty, just like I felt like brought it to a whole other. Schmitty was our big trade deadline acquisition. Exactly. He's been great. For <laughs> yeah, just funny enough, the first time we had him on, I think was our uh, trade deadline uh, podcast. So biggest trade deadline acquisition that day, that's for true. Um, mm-hmm. but no, I'm I'm really looking for like. It's nice to to end the season off. It's nice to have a break, but then I'm also going to be excited to uh, to uh, start up a hockey season again. We're going to have a couple months off. We're probably going to do a show again, like I think I mentioned, like only every other uh, couple weeks or so, or if there's like a huge uh, thing that happens. Um, I'm going to try to get off social media. Like it's just been so much. It's been too much. I'm going to try to focus more on it myself. And uh, there's going to be big things coming for next year. Um, I do want to try doing uploading more video podcasts to YouTube. Uh, usually, like if we have a guest on, I'll do it. But uh, I'm planning on getting like a like a like a camera, a good camera, just so uh, it's not my crappy laptop camera that's been here for like, that I've had for like seven years. So nice. uh, we're gonna up the production quality. Um, I just I just want to take that next step next year. I think it was a great year for the PJ's cast. Had a lot of guests on. The views just keep going up and up. Thanks to everyone who's listening and sharing and sharing the word about the show. Um, hopefully we can take a, another step next year. Um, once again, thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, this is again, I, I'm, I'm saying this, all this stuff like it's the last show, but uh, no. <laughs> I imagine, I imagine like, cause we'll have, we'll have Ben Pope on uh, Tuesday and then I, we're doing a show Sunday. It might just be a more kind of a relaxed show. I don't know. Well, it depends on if we, uh, if we'll see anything. Um, <laughs> and from Elliot Friedman, mm-hmm. 
perfect timing. In addition to trade to New York, team and Ryan Reeves working on one-year extension around his previous AAV, $1.75 billion. <laughs> sure, man. Sure. Why the, why the hell not, man? Why not? And, uh, Schmitty, yeah, you just retweeted us. Uh, for, I bet you there's a couple of Cubs fans listening, but uh, Craig Kimbrell has been traded wow, to Washington. Yeah. My White Sox, baby. To the White Sox? Going oh, for my God. I need to... Yeah, I just I can't the believe the trade. As long as the Sox didn't trade, trade um, Kopech or Crochet, I'm fine with this trade. Oh, Schmitty, I forgot I'm a White Sox fan now, so I have to be happy for this. That's crazy. Let's go White Sox. A Craig Kimbrell. Yeah. Should I be a White yeah, Sox fan? Yeah, I'm sure you're a White Sox fan now. Let's go. Okay. Bro, they like... actually traded Crochet. Oh, my fucking God. All right. Oh, well, no. All right, let's end right. the podcast. Midi, make let's end it right here before uh, anything gets off the rails. So. All right, let's go cool. watch this ready. No, let's go cool. watch this ready. No, watch this draft. So, once Everybody? again, thank you, for, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you to everyone who listens and supports our show. Um, yeah, I like to say myself, thank you. Seriously, anybody giving us the time of day, I genuinely appreciate yeah, the it. Fact, even if you yeah. click on it for a couple minutes, thank you for taking the time to listen to my stupid ass. Yeah, sorry, I'm like... I am filling out my get uncomfortable pledge. I finally got paid last night, so I finally awesome. can finally give some money to them. Like got I've that stimmy, eh? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, finally got my fourteen hundred. Still waiting on the six hundred for it. Gotta love my country. Well, well, that's something, eh? Yeah. All right. Well, shit. Thank you, everybody, for being here and listening and being a part of this. Anybody who's listened for a while, like seriously, and that goes the, that goes out to first Julia, I think. Uh, Julia, Wally, oh, yeah. Q. Uh, uh, Schmitty's brother Brian. Yes, a huge fan. fan. Schmitty's friends were shout out, shout out to uh, his uh, new child, daughter. Yeah, yeah, McKenna, McKenna, new Seattle Kraken fan, Mm -hmm. the biggest Seattle Kraken fan. Pierce, you want to end it off? Yeah, absolutely. I love, I love doing this with you, you gentlemen. Couldn't think of two better people to be with. Privilege Mm -hmm. to do it. And um, I'm looking forward to doing this for a long time. Like this, I, I genuinely have so much fun doing this. So, uh, yeah. Seconded. Seconded. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Get vaccinated. And, uh, yeah, peace out, y'all.